This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning. Welcome everybody to the show for this Thursday morning. Thank you for joining us. We're down to the final two in our matchup for Monster Madness. And you can vote until tomorrow, uh, 8 a.m. Mountain, 9, uh, 9 a.m. Central Time. You could, Or does the voting period close before that? Nope. That's that's when it'll all wrap up. All we're right. gonna, we're, I want the voting to go right up until kind of that final. I mean, we could even push it by a half an hour and, and call it 8.30 Mountain, 9.30 Central Time if you want, just so that right before we sign off on the network, we... Uh, um, Get the get the winner yeah. of Monster Madness between right. Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers. Yeah, maybe so. So that's uh, we started off with. We didn't do a full sixty-four. We did thirty-two. Uh, thirty-two. Yeah, so thirty-two monsters spanning the the entire history of monsters in you know mostly television and movies, but some of them go back to uh, book days, I guess. And we came out with. Uh, Two that I believe were both number one seeds in their bracket, Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers. If you're wondering where Jason is, he got bounced by Pennywise. No, Jason got bounced by Freddy Krueger. Who got bounced? Leatherface. Oh, Leatherface. Leatherface bit it to uh, Pennywise earlier. That's right. And then uh, Michael Myers beat Pennywise to get into the finals. So if you want to uh, vote, you can go over and do that. You still have a little over a day. And you can do that at buzzadamshow.com. So just look up Monster Madness, and those are the two remaining. Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers. Don't forget, every vote counts. Do your duty and uh, go and vote in the Monster Madness poll. Hell, stuff the ballot if you want. I didn't put any limitations on how many times you can vote. So Yeah, I noticed they didn't put any limitation on our home decorating contest for Jack in the Box. So every time I go over there, I just cast a vote for myself. So <laughs> there's no uh, there's no limit on that either. So I believe there is. Well, there might be a limit of every time you click on the post, but if you go back and then click on the post later, you get to vote again. Well, I mean, you can click vote, but it doesn't count. Oh, crud. I've been wasting a lot of time there <laughs> yeah. in that case. All right, let's uh, let's go around everybody share what you're working on this morning. And we're going to start with entertainment. Uh, Joanna Barba has a look at entertainment coming up later. What do you kind of have uh, singled out for us? Here's something that was a kick in the head to me. Yep. As part of its defense against a lawsuit, Amazon is admitting that you don't actually own the prime video content that you buy. I was reading that exact story this morning. Yes, you're paying for a limited license. And if that license gets pulled from Amazon, you lose it too. To which I'm like, no, but I bought this. I I, I paid my money for this. It's I, mine. And the button, I'm a, I'm 100% sure said buy. Yeah. Because there was a rent. And the and rent was left. indicates and, ownership. Right. Right. If it was a limited license, it should have said limited license. As far as I know, I buy it, I own it, until this thing is coming out today. The button should say, hold on to as long as Amazon has the license? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it should... This is yours as long as we get the license. It, it's yours as long as it's ours. It should... <laughs> 
it should pre- present their sales pitch in an accurate way. I mean, it well, shouldn't they were say like, bye. Uh, yeah, it's no secret. You dumb. You don't own it. You dumb. And I'm all, well, thank you, Amazon. I bought a movie from you. We went through this with uh, iTunes a few years ago. I thought when you bought something on iTunes, you just you owned it because you no, bought it. And it turned out that that no? wasn't the case either. Uh-uh. Uh, so you're saying CDs need to make a comeback. And, and DVDs, DVDs, DVDs apparently, yeah. Blu-rays. If, if you want to own it That's and keep I it, for, I think so. So to get for being lazy. I was like, oh, you know what? I just don't want to go buy it and then take the seed, the DVD out of it. <laughs> do you want to hear something? So I'm something? just going to buy it virtually. What? I had gotten one of my favorite movies of 2019, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, on DVD. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting on the couch, and it's like a Friday night. And I'm too lazy to get up and go take it out of the DVD wapper and put it in the DVD and then switch it over to the input for DVD. So right, I just right. bought it on Amazon. Oh, my you God. It Amazon. <laughs> well, let's hope Amazon never loses it because there it goes. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> and are they trying to play it off as like, well, duh, yeah, dummy, you should have known. They're basically saying, you idiots. God. How did you not know this? How did you know that? It's it be common sense. Because it said bye. <laughs> because when I bought it, I thought, you know, oh, I buy it. I thought buying it means I, you bought I it. Own it. Nice. Yeah, right. Of course. <laughs> How could we have been so stupid? What a bunch of we gullible nitwits we are. <laughs> uh, Brandon, sports headlines on the way this morning. What do we got in sports? Uh, the Houston Rockets, they've hired themselves a new head coach. It's Steven Silas, the former Dallas Mavericks assistant head coach. All right. I'm sorry, assistant coach. I'd like to try and wake up Lou Romano this morning. I was watching him on the news yesterday, and Lou... Who's got quite, a, got quite a history on this show. But Lou was going off on Justin Turner. I mean, just absolutely going off that, that this guy deserves to be suspended for a year. After, he's the, the redheaded uh, wildling third baseman for the Dodgers. Looks like Tormund. He looks like Tormund, yeah. And he got a positive test during the game. So they pulled him from the game. Well, the Dodgers went ahead and won without him. Uh, but although he is a key, I mean, a key part of that of that team. Then after the game, they're all out there celebrating on the field and taking pictures and stuff. So who's out there tormented with his uh, with his mask off? And I, look, I don't know if he was swigging out of the champagne bottle with the rest of them, but but he was definitely I don't out there. They had champagne at all because remember they banned alcohol from celebrations. Mm. But he was out there on the field with the celebration. Right, he right did have his mask the manager on. and the trophy. All right. Uh, so Lou was very strongly of the opinion that Justin Turner, although it wasn't just him. I mean, anybody in an authority, you know, a coach or a manager or anybody in an executive or anything could have said, hold on, you got coronavirus. You can't go out here for the celebration. So well, the entire team. Major League Baseball is investigating. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. His tweet from yesterday. Yeah. Goes, thanks to everyone for reaching out. I feel great. No symptoms at all. Just experienced every emotion you can possibly imagine. Can't believe I couldn't be out there to celebrate with my guys. Oh, really? Can't believe it? You were. <laughs> he was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still did it anyway. I, I guess he doesn't understand the part about. Somebody commented, isn't this you sitting next to a cancer survivor celebrating? <laughs> who was the can- who's the cancer survivor? I don't know. Some guy next to him. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who the man is. Lisa, we've got news later this morning, so what are we focusing on as far as the news goes today? Y'all ready for a shutdown? Woo! 
It's the final shutdown. I like what you're doing, Thank Joanna, you. where you just make up like a little quick parody song mm-hmm. for yeah. all of Lisa's stories. Keep it up. Yeah, okay. we appreciate That's it. good stuff. Do it again. It's, it's the, the final shutdown. shutdown. We'll, we'll work on harmonizing. It's definitely not the final one, though, sadly. Oh. <laughs> this will probably not be the sadly. Now, are we talking citywide, statewide? Countywide. Countywide. Yeah, okay, this... so this is in El Paso County. Yeah, it's the... the next to last shutdown. Yes. El Paso County judge says with this coronavirus spreading out of control, he's going to go ahead and take steps to bring business to a complete halt in the area. He's saying he doesn't have the authority to enact a shutdown on his own. Um, but he said at this point, it's the only way out for our city. And yeah, the city council just voted against that. Let me tell you, it, it's not going to happen. Even if they did, it's going to be symbolic only. They're not going to enforce it. They're not going to close down you know, grocery stores and stuff like that, or restaurants. And- but the, yeah, and the thing is, is what's going to happen is the same thing that happened last time, where everybody just went to Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, Target, and that was the new hot spot to hang out at, and because everything else was shut down. So all you're going to do is really hurt these local businesses and really help Walmart. Exactly. Uh, um, the one thing that made me mad too is they had a story yesterday talking about strip clubs and how they should be shutting down strip clubs. The thing is... Yeah, I'm mad about that. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, strip clubs were not eligible for the PPP loans, so they were not bailed out. While other businesses were able to apply and receive those loans, strip clubs weren't. So you want to shut them down when they didn't even get any of that assistance? And now, for me, and I'm like, and also they're not within the city limits. Most of them are within the county. So I mean, I'd respect it if they said, look, we're serious. We're shutting down everything, and that includes Walmart. And it's like, you got seven days or three days or whatever. Stock up on everything you need. Mm-hmm. But, of course, we'd see some massive hoarding going on mm-hmm. at that point. But this whole thing where it's like, we're really going to get serious with about a million exceptions is is just what we've been doing all along. And it hasn't, yeah. you know, how's that working out, yeah. right? Exactly. So, I, I mean, I don't. I don't think the thing is, is we do have record highs of ICU and hospital numbers. Absolutely. Something needs to be done. But at this point, it's a little bit of people have fatigue. They don't actually want to, you know, go ahead and quarantine. People don't want to stay home. And, you know, like other cities that are already doing this, ours isn't. So it's kind of like you have to look at the people and say, what are what is you doing? Like, what is you doing right now? Um. You know, I, I I may not be representative of, of what's normal, but I could do it for, you know, it wouldn't be pleasant, but I could do it for a couple of weeks. You know, just not even leave the house. I'd probably be down to eat lima beans by the end of it. But <laughs> Once again, it's... lima beans have been in there since 2004, so... We think fine. it's a little... They're fine. Yeah, we think it's a little ridiculous, because remember, if we do do a shutdown, we're essential, so we will be here. <laughs> right. Oh right. When we're when we're essential, you're not really. <laughs> you know, you're not really going full bore at it. Yeah. Here, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we have a lot to talk about today. Tomorrow on the show, the return of Judge Janine Pirro. The last time we interviewed what? Judge, she hung Janine, up on us. She hung up on us and called me a cuck. Yeah. So <laughs> she was not a nice lady. So Judge Janine, who's over on the. I, I'm I'm just calling Fox News Trump News because that's what it is. It's basically just the PR branch of the Donald Trump organization. So, 
Judge Janine from Trump News is going to be on the show with us tomorrow. And if the last time was any indication, uh-huh. batten down the hatches. Because she called me a cuck. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We've only got a day. A day and a couple hours left for Monster Madness. And it's down to the final two in our bracket of famous movie monsters and a couple of a couple of favorites. Not surprising that these two are in the finals, Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers. So yeah. Go over and vote on that uh, until about 8.30 Mountain, 9.30 Central tomorrow. Vote based on your own criteria, you know. Whose movies did you like the best? Which one's the scariest? Who'd win in a fight? Who won in the fight between Jason and Freddy Krueger when they had a movie together? I remember seeing the well, fight scene. It, was it kind, kind of, of was a tie, right? Sort of. It, it, it was... Jason had hacked the head off of Freddy, and he's walking away from the lake um, holding Freddy's head. And then the final shot is Freddy's eyes open up and he winks at the camera. Of course, right. Let's get a look at uh, what's on TV tonight. Oh, we got a minute or two here, and then we'll get into the rock news. Sixth season premiere of Superstore on NBC. Superstore is an ensemble show about a fictional, like a Walmart, where a bunch of people work. And Joanna and I are pretty big fans. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing what Amy and... Noah and Glenn have been up to. <laughs> Dina. Kind of got the hots for Dina. Looking forward to... Dina and her birds. Seeing Felipe Esparza forget his lines. <laughs> Standing in the corner. I don't think Felipe... I didn't see him on a single episode last season. So. He's usually the hol- the Christmas ones where he plays the Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over on ABC, uh, seventh season finale of Celebrity Family Feud. And... CBS has Every Vote Counts, a celebration of democracy, performances by Alicia Keys. And uh, also, America Ferrera is going to be on reminding people to vote. ABC has Match Game. This week's panel is Joel McHale, Jane Krakowski, Carolyn Ray, and Retta. You know who Retta is, Joanna? From Parks and Rec, yeah, Donna. Donna. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. We gotta bring back Treat Yourself Day. We should, yes. Just so you can go buy a Batman outfit. <laughs> That's not what I would. That might. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, eh. you totally would. <laughs> and Thursday night football, we got a barn burner for you. The Carolina Panthers host the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they aren't those of... two kind of in the basement right now? Well, in the yeah. South. I mean, they're yeah. really not doing a whole lot. I mean, the Panthers have surprised a little bit. Remember the Falcons? They started out 0-5. Dan Quinn got fired. Their GM got fired. It was that was the team Dallas came back and improbably beat? That wasn't was, it? Yeah, that was yeah. the one that that they actually uh, were able to come back and defeat. Uh, so that's a little bit of what's on uh, TV. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Think about the phone number if you want to call the Buzz Adams Morning Show while we're here in the studio live on the air, which we will be for the next four hours. Call us on the toll free studio line at eight four four three zero five six two one zero. 844-305-6210. If you want to call in, have we checked the neckline recently? I have. Yeah. If you want to call and leave a message on have that. Have we well, heard from Dean from Abilene? Actually, yeah, I should send you that call. He called maybe yes, no, the day before yesterday. Yeah, we haven't heard from Dean from Abilene in a while. 
Uh, but let me give you that toll-free neckline. You can call, leave a message, and sometimes uh, those get played. But most of the time, I would say, those get played back on the air. Here's the number for the neckline to leave a message, 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325. Of course, we've got our Facebook live stream going on so you can see what's happening in the studio. Right until up till just now, the reason I was running kind of late, I had my shirt yeah. on inside out. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go, I had to go, have you ever heard the thing? Do, do you get dressed in the dark? Literally, I get dressed. You in get the dark. dressed in yeah, the dark. Absolutely. Why? So, well. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just habit from. When I mean, I, I kind of have from when so I was I don't married. Wake my it's wife up, but you just you just naturally don't flip the light on. Yeah. I just kind of have my stuff laid out and kind of put it on and go in the morning. So, <laughs> your shirt was in the middle. Yeah, the but the buttons were all on the inside up against my skin. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Um, so I guess that that South Park pandemic special was just a one-time thing. I thought the whole season yeah. of South Park was back, but but I've noticed I haven't seen any other South Parks. So I've got them set to record, so that was. You can confirm that, Joanna, that that was just a one-time special? Yep. Well, the creators of South Park have a new weekly deep fake YouTube series. So I know that was a lot to a lot to chew on there. So it's you know what deep fakes are, right? Yeah. When they take somebody's face and make it look like... Yeah. Like they're on Did they somebody do the one body. with Ron Swanson on uh, Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family too? I haven't seen that. It's great. It just popped up on my YouTube. Creators of South Park, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, have a new YouTube show called Sassy Justice, which is done with deep fake celebrities, including Donald Trump, who plays Fred Sassy, a local Wyoming news reporter. The first episode features an interview with a deep faked. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump and a deep fake Mark Zuckerberg. But they're all supposed to be these townspeople in Wyoming. Uh, that is Sassy Justice and it's going to be a weekly show on YouTube, but the the first episode, appropriately enough, is all about deep fakes, so you can check that out. It says that it does include some nudity. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you think Justin Turner should pay some kind of penalty, whether it's uh, like a fine or, or missing yeah. some of next season, you think Yeah, they should? pulled him from the game, and then he's out there without a mask on celebrating with his team. I mean, I get the emotion of the of the moment, but there, there should be some cause. Now, should he be suspended for an entire season? That's what Lou thought. Eh, that's, a, that's a bit much. Power rankings are out today from USA Today, and it looks like the Steelers are on top. So Steelers are looking good, man. I think they're probably they're one of the most complete teams in the NFL. And another team that looks really good are the Buccaneers, man. Well, the Buccaneers are in the top five, so I wanted to bring that up because I I had heard when when Tom was leaving uh, New England to go to Tampa Bay, I heard them saying, "Okay, so now we can see." Is Who's he a really, system quarterback? Right. Well, they were saying who was really to deserves the credit for all the, you know, for the dynasty, basically, Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. And I, at the time, I thought, well, that that's not really fair. I mean, Tom's going to Tampa Bay. 
who knows what situation he's going to be in there. But if if you were just to go by that, Tampa Bay is having a much better season than the Patriots are. I mean, oh, the Patriots much. are just dog crap at this point, right? Well, they, I mean, the last couple of weeks. See, but this is what's weird is that early on, I'd be willing to bet if Cam Newton had. Well, but see, I, I say that now. He he's Cam Newton has looked awful the past couple of weeks. The defense has has definitely looked. But you'd say he poor, looked. But early he looked in the pretty season, good. He still looked really good. I mean, he looked amazing uh, early on in the season. If he had played like that against the Chiefs, I would have been willing to bet the Patriots were going to beat the Chiefs. But the last couple of weeks, they've just been terrible out there. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything switches up. But what I find really interesting is all the people who are claiming the dynasty's over, Belichick is done. A lot of people are forgetting Belichick has the most money to spend this coming up offseason. So he's going to be able to reload, and they're going to come out 2021 with just a ridiculous amount of talent. So the power rankings this week have Pittsburgh at number one. They should be. Got KC at number two. Yeah. That's hard to argue with. Mm Mm-hmm. Baltimore at number three. Yeah. Titans number four. And then you got the yeah. Buccaneers at yeah. number five. I mean, you've got to say that this has been a successful deal with Tom Brady and, and they're gonna have now Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown now. And the Patriots are way down on the they're not in dead last, but they're on the they're definitely low second half, so of the rankings. Brandon's gonna have some sports coming up. Are you guys aware that uh President Trump has now made dancing? to the music part of his performance when he goes out campaigning. All right. Okay. Pulling an Ellen. Oh, wiggle it just a little bit. <laughs> uh, there was another artist who came out and said, we don't want Trump using our music anymore. Phil Collins was one. Oh, yeah, it was Phil Collins. He, uh, I guess Trump's coming out to In the Air tonight, which se- seems like an odd choice. That's a weird choice. <laughs> right, In the Air tonight. Uh well, yeah, isn't it all about just letting somebody drown? No, I think it's about the know, virus. The virus the is in the air tonight. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but that's the thing. Is Does that he just, just come out during that drum solo and he's like, boom, here I am. I've got it. I've got it queued up. I've got a little bit of the the dancing Trump and everything that he's he's really kind of shaking his moneymaker. Oh, well, there's one that I was thinking of the village people. Uh, surviving they, members of Village people time, said, "Knock it off." Lisa and I went to the the rally. They played a lot of YMCA. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if <laughs> if Trump does the YMCA. <laughs> He's not dancing in that last clip. He's showing you how to floss. <laughs> it is looking. He's all remember back and forth. He's all they told me the flossing was a, a good dance and then, move. And then and coming he's up doing that over instead. the weekend. Yeah, he's gonna start showing you how to do the small circles small when circles. you brush your teeth. Tiny circles, tiny circles. It looks like you know all these bands say we don't support you, we don't want you using our music, and Trump just doesn't care. Like he's he just ignores it. He's like, it. I'm gonna they're gonna play it. I'm gonna dance to it. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm the president. You're not. I think everybody should just send a message and say, all right, listen, Mr. Trump, you get country and Kid Rock. That's it. Uh, Ted Nugent. Yeah. You get Ted Nugent. You get the Nuge. So you can, Which reminds you, me, did you see Nuge. Kid Rock got in trouble at the Trump rally because he didn't want to put a mask on? How do you get in trouble at a Trump rally for not wanting to put a mask on? After everybody tested positive. I think catching COVID from Kid or 
that's like the one thing he hasn't caught yet. These videos of, of Trump dancing are from the past couple of weeks. And even behind him, like the people they know are going to be in camera. Nah, behind camera. him is JFK Jr. <laughs> All right. I almost forgot. But behind him, only about 20% of the people are wearing a mask of any kind. And that's the people they put behind they know are going to be on camera. How did Kid <laughs> Rock have a problem is what I want to know. So a little more. Trump has uh, basically one move. It's kind of that... I, I don't know how you'd describe it. I was going to say it's like a white guy dance, but but that's pretty insulting to white guys everywhere. Yep. It's kind of that one move. Yeah, he's flossing. No, that's not flossing. Oh, it looks like he's flossing with a gigantic oh my God, piece of floss. Oh, my God. Now even Buzz oh. knows what the actual flossing is. I, I know what the actual Yeah. Do it right now, <laughs> but, then. But Do it for the camera. Do it. Okay. He's doing this move where it looks like he's going to put on a tie, but, you know, he likes his ties extra long, so he's really trying to measure it out, and he's going back and forth. That's kind of what Trump's dancing. But show us what flossing is for dancing. I mean, I can't do it. I don't claim to be able to do it. But but. you know, right. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Flossing. <laughs> I just flossed. Wait, you got to do it again because the camera just went over. You know, there's a delay. Do it again. Do it again. There you go. And flossing, flossing, flossing. I need to play some of the music. I think it'll help me. You need a background. Yeah. And flossing, flossing. <laughs> 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 it's almost like he got stuck on one side over there. Oh. Flossing's hard to do when you got so far to go around the block. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I guess that's just part of his repertoire. Maybe it's like, hey, I had COVID and look at me. I'm going crazy on the dance floor up here. You can do it too. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Somebody in the chat. In fact, this comment was so good they deserve credit. Sean in the chat said about when Trump dances at his rallies. Okay. It looks like he just got out of the shower and he's he's drying the ba- drying off his back with a towel. So like he's got the towel behind him and he's just doing that move there. That yeah, that that's pretty close to what it looks like. We've got a website where we put up content, new content for you every day. It's buzzadamshow.com, so go over and check that out. We've got the finals of the Monster Madness. It's down to Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers, and you've got a day to vote on who is going to be our our winner this year in Monster Madness, Freddy or Michael. And (laughs) you definitely want to do your part and vote, so... Lisa's also got a post about the one county in Texas that has no COVID cases. Let me guess, because I I wrote an article a few years ago about... Bear County. No, it's not Bear. Bear <laughs> County It's huge. It's Loving? Is it Loving County? Well, we're talking about... It's not only in Texas. We're talking about the entire yeah, it's country. The, the, it's, oh, it's... I think when I wrote it, it was like, this is the county with the fewest people in the I believe it was the country. Well, what we're discussing is no COVID cases. Oh, okay. So there's only three counties in the entire U.S. right now that have recorded absolutely zero COVID cases. And that is Esmeralda County in Nevada, Kalawal County in Hawaii, and Loving County. Loving County. County right? mm-hmm. Exactly. I think I remember mm-hmm. from when I, it's been a few years, but when I wrote my article, it's like, there are some sparsely 
populated places in Alaska, but they don't have counties and they have something else. So yeah, so um, in loving, according to the U.S. Census from 2017, there was only a population of 143 people. So lots of open space to keep up with social distancing. Uh, but they say not a lot of people live there, so that's one of the reasons they haven't seen it. Wasn't it like under 200 people live in the entire county? I just said that. I just said. Oh, I missed in- the figure. <laughs> How many Focus, was it? Boss. I just said 143 people as 143. of 2017. Uh, yeah, they say that it's kind of helped right now, but even when the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, put lockdowns on the state, Loving County didn't have to lock down because they didn't have a case. At all. Also, they didn't have anything to lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, like, I, I'm trying to remember back, because, like I say, it's been a few years. I don't think they have a school. Like, I think their kids they do not. They have said to the bus last, to the next county. The last church and school closed years ago um, in this area. Um, but they say, yeah, there's just not a lot of people out there. So they haven't had to deal with it, which is, thank goodness, because if they did have an outbreak of COVID... It would just overwhelm that area because they don't have a hospital. They don't have any kind of uh, medical care that they could get people in that, at that in that area. Or people are so spread out, nobody else would get it. You know, they don't really have. Do they have a store? Um, I think there's like a convenience, like store, some kind of little convenience store. But that's it. Yeah, there's no Walmart. And no as I Starbucks, recall, nothing like as that. far as square miles, it's a pretty big county. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is a big county. So, but interesting to see that, yeah, one of the only counties with no COVID cases located right here in West Texas. Here's uh, something that came out of Austin. A federal judge ruled that Texas statewide mask mandate must include polling places. So when you guys went to go vote, you, you might have noticed there was a sign that said masks are encouraged, but it didn't say masks are required. Yeah, but everyone had a mask on. Everyone, when I was there, had a mask on, too. U.S. District Judge Jason Pulliam, who was appointed last year by President Donald Trump, said not requiring face coverings in polling places created a discriminatory burden on black and Latino voters who are at a higher risk of death. Now, do you want to guess who's who's really upset at this ruling, though? Who? Who? Well, a lot of Republicans are saying that it's an anti-Republican attempt at voter suppression. And do you want to hear the rationale? Uh, Yeah, please. Because supporters of Donald Trump are more likely to be anti-mask. This is putting an undue burden (laughs) on them that they have to wear a mask. Oh, it's a burden? It's a burden. (laughs) We're so sorry to burden you. Uh, But the judge, who again was a Trump appointee says that it was discriminatory toward black and Latino voters because they're more at risk for coronavirus, but it's actually uh, the people complaining about this ruling are, by and large, uh, Trump supporters. Even if they say they don't personally have a problem with wearing a mask, they say that requiring it at a polling place is voter suppression against Trump supporters who also are anti-maskers. So you got that uh, going on. You might have seen El Paso, the city of and the county of El Paso, Texas, in the national news. And that's because of a huge increase in the number of not only diagnoses, but also admissions to hospitals, deaths, everything else. But the hospital situation is really dire. So whenever you hear him talking about 
oh, there's only more cases because we're testing more. Yeah, that doesn't account for how many people are being admitted to to hospitals and how many how many ventilators are being used. Those numbers are also way up. Well, the more hospital beds we have, the more hospital beds there are to fill. So, I mean, you got to look at the numbers, man. Yeah, no, I don't. Follow, right? I don't follow that. Uh, well, just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's not true. Okay, Lisa, do you want to talk a little bit about the county judge and and what they're saying, like? And, and what they're suggesting might be the next measures that go into place. And the El Paso County Judge, uh, judge Ricardo Samaniego, is saying um, that now we may, we're may we going to have to take steps to close businesses to a complete halt. Um, now, Samaniego doesn't have the authority to enact a such shutdown on his own. But who does? No, on his own. No, so but who, who, who how, what would, would have, it take? He would need to get the, authorization from the state. From the governor? Yeah. So that's why he's saying he doesn't, while well, El Paso County Judge Ricardo Samaniego doesn't have the authority to enact a shutdown on his own, it's the only way out, he says, for El Paso right now. Uh, we're seeing record high ICU numbers in the city, and they say it's now one of the hardest hit cities in the entire country. All um, right, so so even if they did do this, which is still a long shot that they would do it, it's going to have a bunch of major exceptions. You're going to have stores like Walmart and you know that contact tracing report i got another post of that up at buzzadamshow.com showed that the number one place according to the contact tracing don't ask me to explain how that works but they said big box stores you know places like walmart and sams and target i guess are where most of the people who responded to contact tracing that's where they traced it to so this would surely you, know, you remember when they closed down a lot of stores and only left open grocery stores and Walmart? How packed they were, full of people. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, too, is that you're going to close, let's say, um, a, a plant nursery that's local business. But then you're going to allow Lowe's and Home Depot to be open where they sell plants. And then people judge you for buying a plant. <laughs> Yeah, but oh then they look God, at you yeah. like... I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, that's not essential. And oh I'm like, leave me and my that seems like, alone. That seems like a decade ago, not like six mm-hmm. months right? ago. Right? Yeah, the but that's the thing you is would, you're, you're yeah. taking business from a local business because you're saying they need to shut down, but then you're still allowing them to go into these large big box stores to make the exact same purchase that they would have made and given that business to a local right. store. So they, they talk real tough like we're going to do this, but there are going to be so many exceptions. I mean... There are at- even exceptions right now for the whole bars and restaurants closing at 9. Um, I can't say who, but there was somebody who works at a local restaurant and they asked the manager and said, hey, so like, does this include us because we're like a sit down they're a sit down they're an actual restaurant and i guess when they spoke to someone within the city they said no you guys are fine we're talking about mostly bars so they're blatantly saying oh okay well then if you're at this local you know diner or something like that fine stay past nine just don't abuse it too bad but we're really just targeting these other businesses instead so it's not flat uh, straight across at all a lot of these things they're talking about doing don't really have any teeth in them Mm -hmm. you know it's like we'll do this but we really want you to do this come on please do this but some of the stuff that was uh discussed at council included uh directing the city attorney to revoke certificates of occupancy and licenses from businesses that don't follow the health orders. Yeah. 
Yeah, they've been threatening that forever. But they haven't How often done have it. they done it? The one thing that made me mad that I will stand up and say, let them open and let them continue is strip clubs. <laughs> the fact that they were going after the strip clubs. Because I'm sorry, but they could not qualify for the PPP loans. So while the local florist and the restaurants and things like in the even the bars, I think, were able to qualify for those loans, the strip tri- strip clubs weren't. Yeah, if so, there's anything that deserves PPP at the strip club. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous that personal I mean, penis protection. <laughs> there you go. Um, but they weren't able to get a bailout from the city or from the government, and they have had to continue on. Um, hopefully, having enough money to continue. But so now you want to close them. But you're not going to go after the local restaurant down the street. But yeah, we're going to go after and try and shut them down. I think um, they made the right ruling when How it came to that. How about going after the bar that's having the actual protest against wearing masks? Why don't you go after that? I mean, they're kind of out there in the front. They're kind of asking to be made an example of, right? I didn't even understand how they were able to have a keg on the street when they had that. I was like, what is going on in this world? <laughs> now, uh, real quick, and, and, and let's just cover this real quick. Brandon's got sports, and we're, we're running a little behind on sports. We had a caller earlier because somebody had suggested, and I brought it up to the mayor the last time we talked mm-hmm. to him, what happens if people come over from Juarez, which is a, a walk, if you're not familiar with the layout of El Paso, you could walk from Juarez, Mexico to El Paso. What if people come over from Mexico, take the test, comes back as a positive COVID, and he he didn't really have an answer for that. He says, yeah, that, that happened some, but he doesn't know how much it happened. So we had a caller that called in and said, oh, well, international travel's been shut down. People haven't been coming over from Mexico unless they're actual U.S. residents for months and months, and Lisa uh, Fox, K Fox had an update on that, right? Yeah, K Fox was saying that they've seen uh, a lot. A whistleblower from the El Paso Fire Department um, was talking about how El Paso ambulances are being um, picking up patients from Juarez, and um, they said it's a big problem that they're having. But they're not going into the into Juarez to do it, right? No. So what they do is that they'll call from the top of the international bridges or while they're in line to cross into the U.S. And they'll notify Border Patrol saying, All right, hey. let's be clear. This is what an anonymous uh, firefighter said. Right. Uh, According to Erica Castillo from KFOX, um, this is the report that she put up. And they say that... Um, there's four or five times. Um, sometimes they said, according to the report, quote, you'll be there for one patient and customs will let you know, hey, there's another one right behind them and another one. Sometimes there are four or five so people, people waiting in people line. People waiting right there at the border to get in are like, I'm sick or somebody says you're sick. And and the the ambulance from the American side or the responders from the American side will will take them and treat them. Yeah. And then on top of that, if they do need to ha- be hospitalized, they are taken to the hospital. Um, so this is... Yeah, but how often? Because we're getting hundreds of new cases every day. I mean, how... how it, it seems like they're... It's interesting enough somebody should say, well, how often does that happen? Does it happen a dozen times? 20, this, Well, according to this firefighter in the KFOX report, they're saying that sometimes they're picking up four or five at a time. So yeah, but I'd still like to have a daily total. I mean, we'll talk to them. I can't. I can't give you a daily total. So yeah, El Paso's been in the national, really the world headlines about this a lot recently. Right, and I think it's yeah, I think it's a good question. How many are people who who are coming in from from out of the country, and 
getting a diagnosis and that's counted as as an El Paso diagnosis. I'm not even saying that it's invalid if it is, but that might account for why some of the numbers are so uh, alarming. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Joanna's got a couple of interesting stories coming up later in entertainment news, but I think they're interesting enough. Can I give me the rundown on why Kim Kardashian is being dragged so hard about her birthday party? Think about how you celebrated your birthday this year. Dude, my 40th birthday is basically canceled. So I didn't my, do I didn't do anything. I might have birth- got a phone call and some people uh-huh. wish me happy birthday on Facebook. A drink on my that. porch. My birthday was before they declared a pandemic, but I was saving everything because I was going to Disneyland. That was my birthday gift. Oh, and we all know how that turned out, right? Yeah. Update. They still have my money, so. What are they telling you now? Because now it's like, because oh, didn't they tell you you had until December? They told, no, every time I call it's, well, wait until they open. Or wait until we make an announcement on opening and then we can move forward on how you want to get a refund. How about Why just give me my refund yeah. and before all, you give me my money? And there's always like the news of, oh, it's going to reopen. And then, nope, it's not reopening. And now I'm like, well, you're never going to open. So just give me my money back. Anyway, Kim Kardashian spent her birthday on a private island. That's one thing, but she also tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and she said, in, in moments like this, I am humbly reminded of how privileged my life is. Yeah, hashtag, after she got bla- backlash from it. Hashtag this is 40. Because, you know. Kim, well, I think she got even more backlash by by being like, I'm very humble. And then you find out, like, the exorbitance of this, uh, like, what, what her birthday party entailed. One million dollars is what it entails. And. Where are the kids? Does Kim, anybody know where her children are? They're, like, with the nannies. Kim, they're, like, people that are dying. First of all, uh, according to the New York Post. It's a grain of salt here. It is the New York Post. But they say that it happened over five days at the Brando, which is a luxurious island resort in French Polynesia. The Brando? Is that like the island of Dr. Moreau? (laughs) Uh, Welcome to my resort. (laughs) It's my tiny little uh, mouse man to help you (laughs) with your bags. Uh, Kim chartered an 88-seat Boeing 777 to get everybody there. Uh... And when I say everybody, it was like 30 people. Yes. And it was an island birthday bash during a raging pandemic. After making sure that her guests quarantined for two weeks and they were taking the proper precautions, she decided to fly them all over to this private island. Did Kanye go? I mean, he is right in the middle of a presidential race. I don't think he went. The package included lavish dinners, spa visits, guided hikes, bike riding, kayaking, swimming with whales, and a movie on the beach. Wow, just for a little bit of time, it's like normal life. (laughs) A source said, quote, there was no expense spared. So Kim is getting backlash because her, her tweet about it seemed like a humble brag. You know, right. it's like, I'm very blessed that I was able to celebrate my birthday in such luxurious fashion. Even Peter Frampton is weighing in. He said, are you that insensitive you don't realize this is not what the majority of people during the worst COVID spike yet want to hear? People are going to food banks, not private islands. Uh, 
Kim has apparently seen the criticism because yesterday she tweeted, quote, now that I have your attention, this is a reminder to vote. Show us your PP like Chris Evans did. Don't show us your (laughs) private island. Show us your private. I've seen it Everybody has seen that. I was like, never mind. We've seen it enough. All right. Um, (laughs) We've seen it in action. Yeah. You're doing amazing, Oh, also, real quick, if if you buy a video on Amazon Prime. Why are you taking all of her entertainment news right now? We've still got an hour or so. (laughs) You don't own it. What's going on Amazon just clarified. Well, why did it, why was there a rent button? For one price and a buy button. If it's not, if yeah. you're not buying it, why did if you just? Why did I push it, a buy button? I'm expecting that to live there now forever right, until I die. We're gonna get into that more coming up in a in about an hour and a half. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Some good news though: a new study of COVID patients may have you heading outside to get some sunshine. Researchers in Spain found 82 percent of a small panel of hospitalized COVID patients had a vitamin D deficiency. Comparatively, just 47% of a control group had the same deficiency. Studies said vitamin D deficient COVID patients had a greater prevalence for hypertension, cardiovascular diseases, uh, raised serum ferritin and troponin levels, as well as longer lengths of hospital stays than those with higher vitamin D levels. Vitamin D has been linked to immune system benefits, especially against infections, while a deficiency has been linked to numerous health issues. A separate trial already exploring whether vitamin D offers protection against COVID-19. That's already happening, according to the BBC. So be wary there, Buzz. So I can get more D. I wasn't getting enough D. Yeah. (laughs) Well, according to Joe Rogan, I've only listened to like two or three Joe Rogan podcasts ever, Uh but he says vitamin D will take care of everything. The whole problem is nobody's getting enough enough D. Yeah. We need more D in our lives, apparently. Buzz, are you getting enough D? I can almost guarantee I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get vitamin D from being in the sun? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how much, someone, how that's, much do you have to be in the sun? That's what someone told me. They're like, I think that you, because I keep joking around telling Joanna, Joanna, I think I am the virus. Uh, you gotta stop saying that. It scares me. <laughs> because I've I've been exposed, but I've never I, I like I said I keep testing weekly, and I I just I haven't gotten it. But I, but I do work out outside a lot, so I do I take I do go for runs, and I do go to the park a lot. Lisa You're gets like a lot of vitamin D. I do. <laughs> Not enough though, but you know. Here we are. Lisa needs more D. Not as much as I would like. Yeah, exactly. Joanna feels she needs more D. I do. Probably. (laughs) Where do you else, where else could you get vitamin D from? Like pumpkins or? Vitamins. Vitamins. (laughs) Right, I guess. If you you felt like you're not getting enough for some reason, I guess. Getting enough what? Enough D. Okay. You could take some vitamin D to supplement. Vitamin D food. I get enough. Oily fish. Oh, yeah, I totally don't. How do you know? I mean, it, how do you know if you're not getting enough? Oily fish, red meat, liver, egg yolks. Wow, lubies. Here we come. Uh, <laughs> how do you know, how do I know if you're not getting enough D? Oh, Are oxygen. You satisfied? That oh, was not what? D. It gave me oxygen. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound good. Uh, muscle weakness, pain, fatigue, and depression. Wow. So I've been depressed for years. Sign me up for that. <laughs> You know, I I think most people just with a regular diet, unless they've got some kind of medical condition that limits it, I think most people get an appropriate amount of, of vitamin D from being outside or from 
Can too much can you have too much vitamin D? Can you have too much D in your life? Keep bones strong. Oh, it's oh. in milk. <laughs> it keeps bones ah, strong. This D keeps the bones strong. What was the, what was the strong st- I am? What was the story about? <laughs> What? Oh, we forgot. Oh, we forgot. Yeah, what was, the, what was even the story about? They're saying that they found eighty-two oh, percent of the COVID patients in the study had a vitamin D deficiency. Well, yeah, I would imagine they're older. A lot of those people might have been shut-ins. So to begin with yeah. shut-ins. So we're gonna find Nico's gonna find Buzz just in the backyard, just sitting in a chair. It's like, what are you doing? I don't know. I heard I had to get more vitamin D, so here I am. Just sunbathe, Buzz. Vitamin D toxicity. Hey, toxic. uh, Oh no. Oh, you can get too much. Toxic D. (laughs) Yeah. See, it says uh, deficiency. Band name called it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Diabetes falls in older people. Uh Oh, Buzz. Oh, Buzz. What? (laughs) Sign of vitamin D deficiency falls in older people. You you tend to fall a lot. Off a bike. <laughs> what are you talking? You were in your kitchen and you just fell. Yeah, yeah it was dog tranks. Signs of toxic it. D include nausea. Toxic D, my ex boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yay. And with your news, I'm Lisa Sanchez. This is great. Hey, the uh, recommendations for now, we're hearing a lot about spikes around the country. El Paso is one of those. It's been in the news, but. You know, they're still saying definitely wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Even places where they aren't required, you know, go that extra mile, wear your mask. I, I drive past the Halloween, what's it called? The Halloween Superstore? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The Spirit? The Spirit Halloween Superstore, that's right. Are, are they even doing business? I mean, I've yeah, got to... Yeah, no, they're open. Joanna went in the other day, I, I thought. Did it look like a lot of people were in there getting Halloween costumes and stuff, or just decoration? I guess they do have decorations, so they, they might have some be selling cool that, decorations. Yeah. Look, there's not. I can't imagine there's going to be a lot of trick or treaters, and I can't imagine. Well, I can't imagine it. Sadly, that some people are going to have Halloween parties, but oh, I got invited to one already. At a house or something? Yeah. Like at somebody's house? Yo, Did and you- the invite was. I'm not even joking you. Hey, Lisa, just want to invite you to my annual Halloween party. Um, the, no masks are required and there won't be social distancing, but I hope you can make it. Like that's the selling point. Hey, no masks. I was like, what no an invite. Distancing. I was like, well, thank you so much. Um, I'm just not in the way. It said what? Uh, it, it said no masks are required and there won't be social distancing. Wait, it's a Halloween party. That's the perfect entree to say wear, wear a mask. mask. Because it's Halloween part. No, don't wear a mask. You know what? The world's gone crazy. <laughs> In Hel- case you're wondering, I'm not going. I'm not, I'm Hello, Raul. Morning, Buzz. How you guys doing? Doing good. What's up, Raul? I uh, just wanted to chime in a little bit on the vitamin D thing. I'm a dietitian. I'm mm-hmm. actually on my way to work to El Paso. All right, great. Um, a lot of people in the U.S. are vitamin D deficient. Oh, wow. And are those people that don't get outside a lot, or they're just not getting uh, no, a balanced meal, or what happens? That's really? just in general. Really uptight people that don't have sex. Yeah. <laughs> how, how? I mean, there, there, there are there, there is that separate population that does not get fat D. Um, <laughs> but in terms of vitamin D, uh, vitamin D three, if you're going to supplement, is what you want. 
um, D2 has to get converted into D3. Okay. Sorry if I'm getting a little too science. Wait, is D3, no, no, are, are those like the the omega fatty acids and stuff? D3 sounds like a no. gangbang. No, what are... Omega, <laughs> omega-3s are something completely different. Oh, okay. They're a different, uh, completely different fatty acid. Uh, vitamin D is... Um, you can, your skin does make it, and your skin... Um, the UV light changes D2 into D3. And there's a whole host of other things that happen, but if you're going to supplement... Vitamin D3 is what you want, and you also need to be taking in quite a bit of calcium as well. Yeah. Not saying a whole lot, but calcium because you need the calcium to be able to absorb the vitamin D. What right. about so foods, real quick? Like, what do you? What would be like top three foods to get the D- vitamin D3? Uh, I mean, we already we already mentioned the fatty fish, egg yolks have a, a decent amount. Some Lubies. mushrooms, it, if they're Ooh, made mushrooms. with UV light, uh, if they're grown with UV light, but they have to be yep. Specify the packaging, which is really speaking of speaking of UV lights. Could could the vitamin D be uh, hypothetically inhaled because they were under UV lights? What I would say no. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) all right, Raul. It's always good. It's always good to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking about. I appreciate the call. (laughs) Thanks for the call. Uh, All right, good morning. All right, we'll see you. Let's Let's take a break. D three. I'm probably not even getting D (laughs) one. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I want to share a crazy food delivery story with you. And I want to open the phones. Well, the phones are always open, but I, I just want to specify that they're open. Toll-free studio line for the Buzz Adams Morning Show is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. But before I get to that, I want to read you some headlines and... These are just headlines from from various papers. Can anybody tell me what they all have in common? Uh, okay, here's here's a headline: ban placed on all Halloween events. Another headline: Halloween fun should be curtailed. Here's another headline that says Halloween events should be tempered. Another one, uh, and these are various uh, newspapers, so I'll give you that. They're all newspaper headlines. Mm-hmm. Big throngs defy the health <laughs> rules. And uh, police prohibit Halloween celebrations, ban crowds. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. Any any idea what those all have in common? There's something very specific they all have in common. I'm assuming it's banning Halloween stuff. Yeah, so other Halloween than that. Okay, banned. give you that one. It is uh, banning Halloween. The newspapers themselves all have something in common. I don't know. You give up? Yeah. I'm going to bring it over so you can see the... Uh... It's just one newspaper. What? No, these are all headlines from two th- from uh, 1918. All right! So, oh. so all of these headlines that come from uh, October, mostly October of 1918, when America was dealing, and the world was dealing with the Spanish flu... All of those headlines I read appeared in newspapers 102 years ago. Wow. And a lot of them, you, I mean, you, they sounded like today's headlines, right? Yeah. Big throngs defy the health rules. Um, Halloween events should be tempered. That was the one that, that might have been have a little been bit a, of a giveaway because right. <laughs> that the sounds old timey. Mm-hmm. Right, but. I just thought, wow, if newspapers today are getting fancier, 
with our headlines. Time Magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that seemed kind of flowery, didn't it? Time Magazine compiled all of these over 100-year-old headlines around Halloween of 1918. And the Time headline from 2020 is, It's hard to enforce pandemic health rules on Halloween. Just look at what happened in 1918. I might have to put that up as a blog. That would be a pretty good one. But how do I work El Paso into the title? We'll figure it out when we yeah. have our meeting. Yeah, later. we'll figure it out with our meeting. <laughs> Here's the food delivery. This happened in Toronto, which I hear is in Canada. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lady who said that she was hungover made an order, and it was to McDonald's. So here's And here's the receipt, too. So it was a delivery from McDonald's. No bun, no mustard, no onion, no pickles, no patty. Hmm. Toronto woman's bizarre fast food order is making the rounds on social media after she requested one hamburger, hold the bun... Hold the mustards, the mustard, hold the onions, hold the pickles. Oh, yeah, and hold the the beef patty. So what did that uh, leave? Ketchup. Yeah? Two packets of Heinz ketchup in a takeout box. That probably cost her like five bucks. And then with all the delivery fees, like ten bucks. We know about this because the woman's husband posted it on Instagram and said, so we had a few drinks last night at... Katie Vandemark, I guess Katie Vandemark must be the wife, decides a McDonald's hamburger will cure her hangover. Now, Katie is the type of person who will make modifications to a classic. That sounds like uh, Sally from When Harry Met Sally, right? I'll have what she's having. So this is what she ordered. No, goes down the list there. They literally sent us two ketchup packets. Mm Mm-hmm. His wife commented on the post, hashtag whoops. Now, is she hungover or still drunk? Because that's my question. I think it's still drunk. I mean, if it was a mistake, but also they said that when the order got there, mm-hmm. she paid for it. <laughs> they charged her for a hamburger and she paid for it. So I thought I would just put it out there uh, for people who have worked or are currently working in the food industry. Just let us hear about some weird orders. Have you ever had any weird orders? So uh, let's go with our first caller. We already have a caller, but let me give out the number again real quick. Toll-free studio line is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. What's the weirdest order you've ever gotten the weirdest thing that i did i, I do a lot of pizzas uh, mm-hmm. kind of my thing the weirdest thing is mac and cheese pizza mm. well that i think we agree that sounds awful dude no it is so wrong yeah. you think Hawaii, hawaiian is bad no mac and cheese is just the thought just, just drives me insane oh so what did how did you do it how did you put mac and cheese on on a pizza yeah, it was. I used Vel. I used Velveeta. You know what? You call. You sound offended. Like as a pizza connoisseur, you sound like you're offended by this whole macaroni and cheese on pizza. I, I am just. I am just coming to terms with 
pineapple being on pizza. It's you know, it's not as bad as I thought, but no mac and cheese. That is just like a whole nother level there. <laughs> All right, man. How many pizza places? Yeah, I guess pizza places would probably have some macaroni laying around, right? If they have a salad bar, there's usually some kind of macaroni on there. Unless they get pre-made macaroni salad, and then they don't have the ingredients to make it. it oh, the collar's gone. I gotta say, the mac and cheese actually sounds... I mean, neither one of them sound good to me, but the mac and cheese doesn't sound as disgusting as the pineapple on pizza. I'm, I know we've talked about this before. Where do you guys fall on pineapple on pizza? I love it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Really? Yep. I'm, But I'm a sweet and savory person, so yeah. I like like... She's like Deadpool. Like bacon-wrapped uh, dates. I love... So things that have a sweet and like salty to it. So yeah, pineapple on pizza is right up my alley. All right, let's talk to uh, Travis, and Travis is called in. So Travis, you you have worked in the food industry, or currently work in the food industry? Yes, sir. I used to work in the food industry. I would like to say I'm a first time caller, long time listener. Love oh, y'all show. Very good. Thank you, Travis. Well, what's a weird food order that you got? Oh my God, Sonic! It was my first job. Uh, I'm uh, sorry, we, you dropped out for a second. I think I heard me. you say you worked at Sonic. Yes, sir. Okay. I'm sorry. Can you uh, hear me? Yep. No, you're coming in loud and clear now. Yes, sir. I was uh, 16 working at Sonic, and we had a gentleman who would come in every week and order the same thing. It was a foot long chili cheese coney topped with vanilla ice cream. Oh. <laughs> 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 It, it was the strangest thing I had ever heard, but yeah, he ordered it every week, and we always fulfilled it for him. Huh. He never offered any kind of explanation or like, hey, I know this must seem kind of weird, but here's why I'm ordering I, I think we were all too scared to ask yeah. what it was. When uh, a guy comes in, that's like a warning <laughs> sign. Like, don't don't ask too many. Just give him his... When you'd put the chili and the onions and everything on it? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, fully loaded chili cheese coney with onions and then topped with vanilla ice cream. All right. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate the call. Thank you. All right. Bye. Let's see. we got to take a break. Let's see if we can get some more. I, I mean, I see we already do. So if you're calling it, we'll be back in just a second. This was one of the short breaks, so we'll be back in just a second. So uh, one more call here before we have to go. Hi. Who's this? Tommy. Okay. Tommy, you work at a restaurant? I do. All right. And what's the weirdest order, Tommy, that you've ever gotten? Uh, impossible cheeseburger, add bacon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, you guys don't find that hilarious. It's like, give me one of the meatless burgers. But throw some bacon on it. Put some bacon it. on there, which. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I don't know if you guys can see it. I'm trying to put the uh, receipt for the lady who ordered a hamburger delivery. No bun, no mustard, no onion, no pickles, no patty. So she got two packets of ketchup. Nothing but ketchup. <laughs> mm, ketchup, 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 ketchup. All right, we've got a few calls coming in for people who've gotten weird food orders. Let's uh, let's go in order. So Bobby is up next. Hi, Bobby. Hi. Hey, Bobby. You got a weird food order? Yeah. Uh, back when I was uh, a student, uh, I was living in Japan a while back. And uh, they had some weird stuff over there, but this one really took it, and it, was, it wasn't something that was normal. It was something that the person requested. You mean it wasn't it was normal the, even for Japanese, which have, you know, pretty different kind of cuisine than we're, we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. 
it was this person went ahead and added extra stuff on top of it, and it just even the Japanese people were like, "Whoa, that is kind of a you know, weird." Um, it was the special fish and mayonnaise pizza, and I can tell you what it came with. It, it was it was uh, the regular pizza with you know, tomato sauce, uh, pizza sauce, uh, pizza cheese, but it also had cream cheese, uh, mayonnaise, hot mayonnaise by the way, because it came out of the oven, uh, squid, Gross. salmon eggs, salmon, octopus, shrimp. And then when they, well, after they got it, they still added cold mayonnaise on top and uh, ketchup. And you, you worked at the Japanese pizza place? No. Um, I was, what I was doing was I was living in the, the, the dormitory at the time. And just to make a little extra money, what I used to do was I used to uh, make my own tortillas and sell them. And because I had my bicycle, I would pick up pizza orders on the side and you know, just drop them off with, uh, with my friends or, here, or people that were living in the dorms as well. So that's what I would do. I would just, like, deliver them. And this, this is per- happened to be a person that I knew. I mean, this is coming from the guy that used to put Skittles on inside Coke. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that's just kind of weird. So, Bobby, Nihongo ka waharimasu ka? Hi. Nihongo waharimasu. Oh, very good. Very good. Okay, ohayou gozaimasu. Ohayou. Iyo, tenki desu ne. Hi. Very good. You you beat me. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah, of course. Thank you, guys. All right. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go with Sylvia, who's on line three. Hi, Sylvia. Hi. Good morning. We're talking about weird food orders, unusual food yeah. orders. What's your story? Yeah. So my first job was at Peter Piper, and... One of my bosses, she was always on a diet, so she had me make a pizza with no dough. So it started out on a board, and uh, minus the dough, so it started out with the sauce, and then the cheese, and then all of the toppings, and then it went into the oven, so out came this gooey stuff that she ended up eating with the fork. And she was like the manager of the pizza place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What would she eat it with? A a fork? Yeah, a fork. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. Don't they have, like, healthier options now? Like, you could get a cauliflower cauliflower crust, right? Mm -hmm. Did they not have that Um, back in those days? No. And and they don't have that at Peter Piper anyway. I don't think they have that. Now yeah, I either, don't think but. so either. <laughs> All right, thanks, Sylvia. Cool, thanks. Bye. That reminds me of my best friend growing up. My best friend w- lived two doors down. His name was Jack Dove. His name still is Jack Dove, but mm-hmm. he was the the fat kid, like you know, the overweight kid. Oh, this was back in the days when not every kid was the overweight kid. <laughs> <laughs> and the pediatrician put him on a diet. Like, they sent him to a pediatric dietitian, and they put him on a diet. So we would go out for pizza. And I'm talking, like, like 10 or 11 or 12. So when we were out for pizza, he could have a salad. He couldn't have any pizza. Aww. So one day, we're, you know, and they, they had video games, so we're playing Pac-Man. And he comes over to the table with his salad and he says, I figured out how to get all the toppings on my salad that I want. Hmm. And I, I'm looking, it's got like crumbled up egg yolk. It's got, oh, you name it, tons of ranch dressing, little it's diced sla- ham. Slathered in all yeah, the bad stuff. Little diced ham. And it, he's like, no lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> 
back to the phones. Isaac, uh, tell us about a weird food order, please. Uh, my weird food order is uh, I work at Whataburger, mm-hmm. and they uh, uh, this guy just about every night orders a uh, honey butter chicken biscuit. Oh yeah, with a uh, with Swiss cheese, an egg, and bacon. Huh. That doesn't sound bad. That does not sound like right. Kind of in honey honey butter chicken. Sound good to me. Run it down again one more time, please, Isaac. Honey butter chicken biscuit. Yeah. Uh-huh. With Swiss cheese. Good. A whole egg. Yeah. And bacon. Yeah. God, I guess it it's, have, once again, it's the sweet and savory thing. Does it have a name? <laughs> the honey butter chicken biscuit and add whatever you want on it. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Thanks for the call. No problem. So what's the, what, are we going to get that out? Like, what's the, the gross part of that, though? What's, I, th- I don't know. I think I didn't it sounds hear, good. I, I thought it sounded good, too. Well, I think it's the fact that it's a, the honey butter is pretty sweet. So, but okay. like, like I said, I like sweet and savory, so that sounds right no, up my that alley. That sounds pretty good. Ben is going to tell us about a weird food order in his experience. Hi, Ben. Hey, Buzz. Uh, so when I was going to NMSU about 10 years back, um, they had just opened up a subway in the basement, one of the, the, the buildings there, and uh, it would make the whole, whole building smell like the subway bread. We had one regular professor that would come in every single day. Um, ordered a tuna sandwich, right, normal, but uh, he always asked for the veggies, hot sauce, mayo, uh, I can't remember, but it was always like five sauces, mm-hmm. and then toasted it. Oh, so after the fact? After after everything was on there, after his two different cheeses, five or six different sauces. Well, it sounds like he's making a tuna melt. But aren't you not supposed to heat up, like, mayonnaise and ranch and all that? Well, worst part was doing that for years. Yeah, the worst part was that he, you know, everyone in front and behind him in the line would just give him this horrible stare. Oh, oh oven. I get it. Because when, yeah. when you heat up the, the tuna, tuna. Uh, yeah, yeah, it just dawned on me what the problem was there. All right, thanks. So it, it, it was. Uh, thanks, bye. Thanks, Ben. My youngest daughter. This is her order, and I have to repeat it like four times. At Subway. You ready? Uh-huh. Ham, six-inch ham on white bread. That's it. No cheese? No. Just the ham. No mustard? No. Mayo? No. Uh, that sounds so dry. Look, I'm telling you what she'll eat, okay? And this is what she wants. If I'm I like, bring that's it home, her sense of humor. If I, bring it home with a sh- <laughs> if I bring it home with a shred of lettuce, I might as well throw it in the trash because she won't eat it. So, like, just literally just bread and meat. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was bad because I, when I go, like, there's a one sub spot that subway spot. <laughs> eh, I can't say it. But I love. And I, I literally just get bread, turkey, lettuce, mayonnaise. That's it. Yeah. That's all I want. But at least you got the mayonnaise. That, yeah, that, see, because it's dry. Kind of things. I mean, yeah, the, the bread and the ham. That's three hundred percent more ingredients than my daughter wants. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel compelled to tell them, or I did it. At You're first. like, it's not mine. It's not for me. <laughs> and now I've done it so much, I don't even care anymore. It's just like, no, no, just ham, the bread, veggies, sir. No, no. just the ham, the bread, mustard, mayo. No, nope, nope, nothing like that. Salt, just vinegar, just the ham and and just the bread. 
Oh, and some chips. I was going to say, so does she still only eat chicken nuggets, basically? That's 90. 80, I'd say that's 80% of her diet is chicken nuggets from different places. Let's take two more calls. I think we have time for two more. Hi, Marcus. Oh, no. I, I've i got uh, Marlon. Excuse me. i got my hymns confused. Marlon. Hi, Marlon. Hey, what's up, Marcus? Marlon, what's the weird food order that you've gotten before? So I used to work at this uh, steakhouse. And, you know, every now and then you get these customers that come in, and they're, they're pretty crazy. The craziest so, order I can imagine at a steakhouse Well is, done. Give me a well steak. Done well done steak. That's what they ordered, a well Good done steak. Lord. That person needs to be just put outside. Right. You it's, don't order a steak well. Especially that's, if it's a fine cut of meat. You know, if it's a yeah. good steak, you might as well yeah. order If you're going to burn it to a char, you can might as well. Go it away. Go eat beef jerky. Dude, if you want to eat cardboard, then just, you know, go to... Go to a cardboard shop. Yeah, I, can't, I can't agree more. And if I were the chef back in the thing, I would be so insulted. Do you ever get do you ever get embarrassed when somebody you're with does that? Because I have family members yeah. that so they I, order steak and it's well done and I just I I don't want to be near them. I used to work for this small mom and pop way back in the day, and the chef, he was from Italy. Oh. And he would make stuff, and he would send it out as is. And if you put salt or pepper on his food, it's an he would literally come out and yell at you. <laughs> I picture, he said, I made it the way it's supposed to be. I picture him coming out with one of those big cleavers. And he's, did you say it's a French chef? <laughs> the baba de bouffe? No, he's Italian, I thought. Oh, an Italian. Yeah, he's an Italian dude. I mean, he's, Get out of my so... restaurant! I chop off your fingers! I love it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Marlon. Thanks uh, for the no call. problem. And uh, we've got Marcos. Hi, Marcos. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing good. Getting some good calls today, Marcos. So what's the weird food order that you've got? Uh, I used to work at uh, this, pretty, this restaurant that's pretty famous for selling two tacos for 99 cents. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. That meaty paste or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I, had two <laughs> I had two of them uh, two days ago. And, yeah. Oh, they're so good. I love them. Yeah. So well, anyway. <laughs> They're pretty good by themselves. <laughs> Anyways, I, I had this guy uh, going there pretty much every day to order two fresh tacos. And uh, after we're done making them, he will ask us to add uh, ketchup and mayonnaise to it. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, it was pretty nasty. You you couldn't give him condiment packet? Like you had to put no, it on for him? He, he thought that the bottles had different flavors from the packet, so he would have squirt them on the front. <laughs> okay. Well, we are talking about a taco that. What was the, a comedian told us that the meat in that is it's not a actually, combination of stuff. It's it, got some meat, but it's also soy, I believe. Whatever yeah, it so, is, they have nailed yeah, it. Well, I don't know what it well, is, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked there for quite some time. They always sold us those soybeans, and then when we looked in the box, it would say soybeans. Yeah, that's right. The comedian said that those tacos—that's not—that's soybean. That kind of paste. That's not meat. Well, guess what? I'm a soybean fan now because I like them. Okay, soy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot we're interviewing Judge Janine tomorrow, too. Ah. All right. Thanks, Marcos. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. There are a lot of very provocative comments on the Facebook page about how you should have your steak cooked. Oh. Provocative, really. I thought it was just... Well, medium, medium. I mean, there's, rare there's, rare. there's some. No, there's some people that. Well, here's one. I thought it was kind of out there. Tell me if this is true. Okay. Emmanuel says most Hispanics like their steak well done. Yep. 
Yeah. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. Really? I would say I've pretty much. where the steak meat in there has got a nice pink center. I think like because we do like a lot of carne asadas, the the steak is usually thinner. And if it's not cooked well, it becomes a little hard to eat. What? Yeah. So I think like we just leave it a little longer on the grill. Well, here's Ivan who says, my brother orders well done and I look at him like he's a freak. <laughs> Uh, our our celebrity friend Antonio Banderas says, yeah, I know everybody's wanting to know what Antonio Banderas mm-hmm. orders when he gets steak, right? Well, Antonio says when you order steak, you order it by saying, take out its horns and clean its butt. The, here's the way I've heard it. Knock its horns on, wipe its ass, and walk it through a warm room. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin says people who put ketchup on snake on steaks no mm-hmm. you know who you know who gets a steak well done and puts ketchup on it the president president of the united states for a few more days yeah america that's my president well he eats a steak well done with ketchup whoa what <laughs> oh i told has got another comment that if you're gonna get your steak well done you might as well order beef jerky <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and eric says if you like your steak well done eat the chicken you steak hater Oh, this sounds good. It's not steak related, but I guess Zarita says, I worked at a bar and a patron ordered a Dr. Pepper with a shot of Jägermeister. Like together or is it like you're doing the shot and then you're doing the Dr. Pepper as a chaser? I'm clear on that. I don't know. Maybe you drop the shot in the Dr. Pepper. You know, maybe it's one of those Mm. like a Jäger bomb type of situation. Be- oh, oh! I love Biani and Joe, and Biani <laughs> just won my heart all over again by saying, "I like my steak rare because raw is illegal." <laughs> nice. It's you can get a blue steak. I've had blue steak, and that's that's very basically raw. I mean, or tartar. Marta- I've been places where you get a start steak tartar. Pardon the pun, but it's very rare where you can actually go get a steak like that. Yeah, it is rare. <laughs> so my. My brother's wife and his daughter, so my sister-in-law and my nieces, uh, we were having dinner and we were going to cook steaks. This was on my vacation last week. Mm-hmm. This, my sister-in-law and my, my two nieces like it medium well, which is just an affront. So I'm, I'm putting them on the, the deal, and they say they want them cooked so that there's no red, no pink on the inside at all. Well, I did it. I mean... I cooked it the way they wanted. Uh-huh. But as I was laying the meat out, you know, before it goes on the grill, Did I was telling cry? them, oh, maybe a, I might have I might have cried inside for sure a little <laughs> bit. I said, "You guys are crazy. You know, this stuff is good not even cooked." And uh-huh. they're like, "Oh, that's disgusting." And I said, "You know how sometimes on a cut of steak there'll be like a little almost like a little tag that you can just pull off?" Uh-huh. Uh, so I just pull it off, pop it on my mouth and say, that's delicious. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I didn't think they were going to eat. I thought they'd lost their appetite. They, made this they big, were grossed out. Ah! <laughs> well, I told you about the one girl that I dated for several months. and she couldn't our be underst- around you when you ate a steak? Our understanding was that if we went to a restaurant, I couldn't order a steak because I would order it. I mean, it Near wasn't... bloody. Yeah, it was uh, pretty bloody, but... That's how my mom orders her rare. steak. Rare. 
like barely bloody. But our deal was, if we're going out, you can't order a steak because I cannot sit here and watch you eat with that much juice and blood. <laughs> eat and stuff that on- live animal in front of me. <laughs> so what would you order? Chicken? <sighs> yeah, shrimp. <laughs> you know, just that was just the understanding. I, If I wanted the relationship to work out, I couldn't order a steak because, well, guess what? Steak won out. Relationship didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. Let's get to our entertainment report. And with her finger on the pulse of entertainment, here is Joanna Barbacoa. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Ron Jeremy was charged with a slew of new sex crimes on Wednesday, according to the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office. The former adult star now faces seven additional sexual assault counts, including three counts of forcible rape, two counts of forcible oral copulation, and one count each of sexual battery by restraint and assault with intent to commit forcible digital penetration. The 67-year-old was already facing more than 20 counts of sexual assault, with the allegations going back decades. Jeremy, who has been jailed since his arrest in June, once again pleaded not guilty to the new charges. He is scheduled to return to court December 14th for a preliminary hearing. So I know Ron fairly well, mm-hmm. just through the years. Hey, he comes in and plays the piano. I thought it was the harmonica. No, he had a whole setup. Ron Jeremy? Yeah. A piano? Yeah, but well, like one of the big old keyboards, but yeah. When I was here? Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I don't remember piano that. Piano sounds right, you know. It was on the Buzz Adams morning show, yes. <laughs> you I didn't, were there. <laughs> I, didn't, I know he has a big organ, but I didn't know he had a big piano. Uh-huh. <laughs> but kind of his thing, like when he's signing autographs and taking pictures like at an adult video store or strip club or whatever, mm-hmm. his thing is, um, I mean, by today's standards, it's definitely sexual assault. Okay. Like if somebody comes to take a picture, he would take their hand at the last minute and put it on his crotch or he would grab them by the you know or whatever and most of the time that i saw it uh the women were thought i don't know what they thought but they were laughing like you know and nobody was saying anything but i think yeah definitely by by 2020 me too standards what Uh ron was doing as a typical part of his of his appearance was by today's standard sexual assault so do you know if these are women in the adult film industry or people who'd gone to I didn't read appearances or whatever? What was. Well, there are more and more of them all the time. Right. So Earlier this week, Kim Kardashian caused uproar after revealing that she'd hired a private island for her 40th birthday before flying out her friends and family to celebrate with her amid the ongoing pandemic. Kim shared the news with a series of photos from the trip telling her followers that she and her guests had undergone multiple health screens and quarantined for two weeks before traveling by private jet to an island where they danced, rode bikes, swam near whales, and so much more. She wrote on Twitter, Before COVID, I don't think any of us truly appreciated what a simple luxury it was to be able to travel together (laughs) with family and friends in a safe environment. Yeah, to a private island for a million dollars. She concluded her post by saying... (laughs) I realize that for most people, this is something that is so far out of reach right now. So in moments like these, I am humbly reminded of how privileged my life is. Hashtag this is 40. 
Well, the posts sparked immediate backlash with people accusing the star of being tone deaf and repulsive for taking a trip and sharing it on social media amid a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Despite the growing backlash, Kim and her guests refused to comment on the criticism and instead continued to share photos and videos from the trip, including shots from their private jet that they flew on. In fact, after multiple hours of intense yeah, we've criticism... For, we've all forgotten the simple pleasures of uh-huh, flying on a private, a private jet, jet with uh-huh. an entourage of 30 for a week of exorbitantly expensive celebration on a private island to the tune of a million dollars. <laughs> a million dollars. I feel like she knows my life. <laughs> she is so relatable, you guys. I'm yep. just... Ugh. Yeah, she gets to have a private island for her 40th and my party at Top Golf got canceled. Yeah. Oh, that was sad. I drank on my porch. Oh, Joanna, you should have just rented out all of Disneyland. That's what you, you know. What done. I should have just had everybody do multiple health screens. Yes, and then rented out Disneyland for myself. Sure, that for my birthday. That, you could have probably gotten that at a bargain, like half a million. Probably right. Yeah. Well, Chloe, uh, Chloe Kardashian has become the first family member to respond to the backlash during an appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Chloe began by revealing that the group had been surprised by Kim, who told them no details about the trip and what it would involve, just saying it was the coolest experience. Yeah, but it's Kim's fault. <laughs> when Ellen asked how many people had gone on the trip, Chloe responded with, um, maybe 20 or 25 people. Uh, TMZ has reported that at least 40 people attended. Mm. When Ellen moved on to the severe backlash over the trip, Chloe said she hadn't heard much about it and didn't want the criticism to overshadow Kim's beautiful memories of the experience. She said, this year is frustrating. I get it. There's so many frustrations going on, but it's also her 40th. And this is something she really wanted to do for us. And it was such a nice thing. Mm. Chloe went on to say that the group Couldn't she just save it for next year when she's going to be First Lady of the United States? (laughs) That's going to be an even bigger island. Chloe went on to say that the group felt so safe throughout the trip, and they were also told by those on the island that their visit have helped them pay their bills. This was her 40th, you guys, okay? And finally, here's something I didn't know. When an Amazon Prime video user buys content on the platform, what they're really paying for is a limited license for on-demand viewing over an indefinite period of time, and that they're warned that in the comp- in the company's terms of use. That's the company's argument for why a lo- lawsuit over hypothetical future deletions of content should be dismissed. Have you ever bought a movie on Amazon? Yes, I have. I and have a movie right now. On you the- still have, have it? You it's still, have still it? there, yeah. What's the movie? So far. I feel stupid for buying this movie. Oh, let me hear it. She's the man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Joanna. That's not the reason why. Let me hear it. Let know, me continue. I know you should said she's the man, but for a split second, I thought I thought of the movie I thought of was Joanna Man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's the man with Amanda Bynes, okay? Yeah, yeah. And that movie just became available on Prime, like for free. Yeah. And it's there now. And I'm like, I paid like seven bucks for this movie. That was me the other day. I wanted to watch 28 Weeks Later, but I can't find it anywhere. So I was sitting there like, should I buy it? And I'm like, For like, what, 13 bucks? I, I would not watch that more than once. And you know that. Like, I feel like I, I wish I could buy it and All then right. gift it to Joanna. So, <laughs> so get a load of this. And, and we're running close. Right. We got to take a break in a second. Uh-huh. One of my favorite movies from last year was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought it was great. Right, right. So I oh, bought yeah. it when it came out on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sitting there. A few, I don't know, um, I don't know how long ago it was, but I'm sitting on my couch, and I, I have the DVD 
or the Blu-ray in my possession, but I was I felt too lazy to get up and put it in the DVD and then switch the source over to DVD. Girl, same, okay. So I, I mean, just buzz. bought it. I just bought it on Amazon, mm-hmm. but. When I pushed it, I seemed to remember that the button said buy. There were two buttons. There was one that said right. rent, and there was another it one that said buy. It doesn't say buy for a limited time until our license runs up with this company. Yeah, so where is where is this wording that Amazon is talking they about? They say that it's already there. Where? It's no secret. It's, they say when you're buying digital content, you're just paying for the limited oh, license. Oh, so now we're the dummies for thinking yeah. that buy means they buy. They were like, uh, you're dumb. That's there already. You should already know it. So to rent it is like four and five dollars, and right. to buy it is like twelve, thirteen dollars. Right. But it says buy. It doesn't say uh, when our license runs up. It's not yours anymore. No, I expect it. I bought it. I want it there until I die. But it's not going to be. But it won't. With well, entertainment, they shouldn't. You know what? They shouldn't be allowed to put buy uh, right? on that thing anymore. Mm-hmm. It should be possibly owned for a small amount of time. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Are you ready for this, buddy? <laughs> yeah, more or less. We're gonna we're gonna make some final. What's going on over here? You guys feeling? You okay? guys have been very. I'm worried. See this morning. I've been in the weeds a little bit about yeah. this whole monster madness here. He called me yesterday Multiple with this times. idea, and I, what was interesting was I immediately thought to yesterday on the show when. We were talking about how his kids used to like Rick and Morty, but now they claim they never liked it. And I told him, I was like, give me a call if that argument ever comes up. I'll back you up because I drew Rick on a pumpkin for the kids to carve. Mm-hmm. So I brought that up to my daughter and the first thing she said, and this was like five years ago probably. The first thing she says, was it Pickle Rick? No, that was before Pickle Rick. Yeah. Pickle Rick didn't even exist. Anyway, they're... My girls are trying to convince me that they were never into Rick and Morty. Then why did we decorate a jack-o'-lantern <laughs> like Rick? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was their idea. Thank you. Was, you know what? Living with Buzz. She said she only liked it because other because Pickle Rick was a meme on the internet nope. and that she was not a fan of the show. And This was before Pickle Rick. Well, was before I think Pickle this was Rick. only when season there was only one season out. And I asked them, what do you girls want to carve on the pumpkin? I'll draw it and you can carve it. And they both said Pickle, or they, they both said Rick from Rick and Morty. And at this point, I didn't even know the show. I was like, which one's Rick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I busted that out on her, and she said, oh, we only like Pickle Rick because he was a meme. Mm-hmm. Well, this was pre-Pickle Rick, so. <laughs> Deal with that, kid. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> kind right of, there. <laughs> read that one. Kind of uh, review for us how we got to this point where we're to the finals oh. with uh, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger going face to face, and we're going to decide in about 24 hours who the winner is. Well, we started with 32 movie monsters. We were talking everything from the finalists, who we have are Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers, uh, Leatherface, Pinhead, King Kong, Dracula, all the different big movie monsters um, through movie history. And we have whittled it down now to the final two. And in the previous rounds, Freddy was able to get past Jason. Michael Myers was able to get past Pennywise. And now we're in the finals that will wrap up in just about 24 hours to be crowned the movie Monster Madness champ. What was the biggest upset? Was there any Cinderella going for a while, or was it mostly the favorites well, that were winning? I mean, it's difficult to say because I didn't... The, the only thing I did was I picked the big four, which are Freddy, Jason, Leatherface, and Michael Myers, and kind of put them on opposite sides of the brackets from each other so that they would be the final four. But... 
I guess the big upset would be Pinhead defeated Leatherface in the uh, semi or yeah. uh, in the quarterfinals. I mean, um, Pinhead was a great movie monster, but there really hasn't been uh, a Hellraiser movie in in a decade or more, right? Unless they've gone straight. No, no, to Leatherface. Oh wait, Leatherface. P- Pennywise beat Leatherface. Oh, when did Pinhead come up? Um, I don't know. I might have said Pinhead. But yeah, Pinhead I think was you said in Pinhead. There. Well, okay. So, so the big one was Leatherface, and then Leatherface ended up losing to Pennywise. All right. Well, uh, it is election time, and I know people are tired of seeing election ads, but tomorrow is the final day for Monster Movie Madness, and so we've got some final pitches that have been uh, paid for. So, I guess we're going to start. We're going to start with this ad. Michael Myers wants to be king of the movie monsters, but Michael Myers isn't even the most famous Michael Myers. (laughs) A recent survey of teenagers asked who Michael Myers was. It was a tie between Shrek and Schwing. How can Michael Myers be the king of the monsters if he isn't even the king of his own name? When you hear the name Freddy, one name comes to mind. Freddy Krueger. In fact, Michael Myers is so not scary, he was completely taken out of his own movie franchise. Michael Myers, just a comedian from Canada who made the love guru. This Halloween season, vote for True Fear. Vote Freddy Krueger. I'm Freddy Krueger and I approve this message. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, guess what the other side has? Freddy Krueger wants you to believe he's fully committed to killing teenagers. But did you know Freddy only kills teenagers in their dreams? He doesn't want you to know that teenagers only sleep eight hours a day. That's only a third of every day. So is Freddy Krueger really committing to committed to killing innocent teens? Or is he really only committed to fooling horror fans? Freddy Krueger doesn't have his priorities straight. Vote for a maniac committed to murdering teens every hour of the day and the night. Vote for a full-time killer. Vote for Michael Myers. That was Michael Myers <laughs> approving the message. Okay, you would think those are the only ads that they would oh, shell no. out for. No, but. no, no, man. What? Michael Myers wants you to think you're in danger. In reality, unless you're his sister or are around his sister, you're pretty safe. The odds of being attacked by Michael Myers are lower than the Rotten Tomatoes score for Rob Zombie's Halloween. How terrifying is Michael Myers? How terrifying is William Shatner? That's all Michael Myers is. A man that had a bad childhood in a painted up William Shatner mask. Vote for the man who strikes fear into everyone, no matter your family tree. Vote Freddy Krueger. I'm Freddy Krueger, and I endorse this message. (laughs) We were meant to believe that Freddy Krueger was one of the scariest movie monsters out there. He could haunt you, even kill you in your dreams. But how scary is Freddy really? How can he haunt your dream if he's too busy hosting videos on MTV? Freddy doesn't want you to see this video. And if that isn't (laughs) damning enough... What kind of truly scary monster would introduce this? Los Lobos? More like Los Nobos. (laughs) Show Freddy the door. 
Vote Michael Myers this Halloween. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> trying to grunt like he did in uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. That's really all he ever did. The last uh, Halloween that came out. That was not Rob Zombie. Yeah, but it was. But it was. I it was like it was none of the other stuff happened. I believe so. Yeah, remember? Because that was. The, I actually went and saw that in the theaters. You did. Yeah. I was forced. Any other points uh, that weren't in those ads that you would make about pro or con for Freddy? Mm, no, I think we. I think they pretty much covered it in their attack ads. There. Freddy, a little too jokey. You know what I mean? I like got, that about him. It got pretty campy. It, it, it did get pretty camp. And that's actual footage of him on MTV, by the way. Even I believe the, it was right before... Even the Los Lobos thing? Oh, yeah. That, that was... <laughs> I don't even remember that video. Nah, it was... Uh, I think it was, right, it was right before A Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. And he was on MTV to promote the movie. Yeah. All right. Voting will continue Ooh, for ah. just, just about 24 hours. Morning Show Podcast. Lisa's got a, a quiz, so just give me the word. Because uh, it sounds super interesting, but I know I, I can't. suck at this. Sorry. What? Like I have to take the quiz before I can because it has you like oh, answer man. it in real time, and I am not good. Well, just describe the quiz for now, and if we can before the before the end of this hour. Oopsie. I mean, if I could go to there's a paywall, and I guess I've gone to the New York Times too many times this month for free. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I subscribe to the New York Times crossword puzzle. I, they won't let me see any articles, though. Yeah, they're like, you have the, you can do the crossword and nothing else. So, do you, do you pay for the crossword? Yes. I don't know. It's an I, app. Well, yeah. Why, why would I not pay for it? Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of free crossword puzzle games out there. And not the New York Times. Yeah, well. Will Shorts, man. Don't tell me you don't know who Will Shorts is. Um, He's like the Elvis Presley of crosswords, man. Oh. Oh. In cruciverbalist circles, Will Shorts <laughs> is, is very well I'm known. I'm familiar with Will Shorts. I prefer Will Pants. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll describe the contest. And okay. See, if we can get to it, great. If we can't, you know, maybe <clears throat> we'll do it in November. Look at this. So basically... We'll do it election day. It is a quiz from the New York Times... And it's saying, can you guess a Biden or a Trump supporter due to the contents of their fridge? <laughs> and it just shows what's inside the fridge? Yeah. And, and it you're just, supposed to guess? Yeah, you're supposed to guess. <laughs> I am not doing well at this. Because I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh, hummus, this is totally <laughs> a Biden supporter. And then well, maybe, like, that's, maybe that's what we should do. You should just describe what's in it, and then we help you guess. Well, I'm already it's, too, it's I'm too late too far to start out. Yeah, start I'm already over. on my seventh fridge right now. And let me let you know, I've gotten one correct. You've gotten one out of seven. One out of seven. You could just guess and you'd be doing way better. Than I that. know. I'm not the Biden supporter's fridge is probably just a bunch of food he took from his neighbor because they want handouts. Uh, not going to work for oh, your own nice. food. I got two right. Oh, got another Socialist one right. Communist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, I mean. Okay, hold on, hold on. I got I got a story about the coronavirus, and uh, this is a scientist in Russia intentionally got infected by coronavirus twice. Cool. And he did it for experiment. He did it on purpose, so he did it for experiment. He survived both times, but his conclusion is, and I'm going to quote here, 
mankind will most likely be unable to obtain a herd immunity, end of quote. And the reason is because the antibodies disappear. So when you're talking, when you hear anybody talk about herd immunity, you're thinking, oh, okay, well, once you have it and recover, you're immune to it. That is not the case with COVID-19. But it seems like by a lot of the things, the messaging from the White House is that that's what they're going for. So the whole thing about uh, Mark Meadows earlier this week saying we're not gonna we're not gonna control the pandemic and the White House list of Trump's accomplishments include defeating the coronavirus uh, and a few other things have uh, led people to believe oh we're going for herd immunity mm-hmm. but the scientist who had it twice says it's probably not going to happen because any antibodies you get disappear right and so there is a lot of studies that have come out about this a new one actually just came out I believe from um, Cedar Sinai or Temple Sinai but uh, saying that they found five months was about how long they were able to find the antibodies because there's a lot of qu- uh, places that were saying maybe three months but the one that they looked at said about five, uh, hopefully, was how long that they would last. Well, you know the deal with the seasonal flu, you get a different vaccine every year. I right. mean, it's slightly tweaked, um, and they just do their best job of guessing at which mm-hmm. version of the flu, but it's not yeah. like you get the same flu vaccine year after Ooh. year. It's it's never identical. To Totes me. reminded me we forgot to do our guess today, everybody. How much were the numbers over oh. or under? I'm well, starting to feel a little bad about this, like we're making light of it or something. We're not. And we're talking I, about people who've got this disease, so. We're not, but it's just, it's a good thing to ask and be like, well, okay, what do we think? What sadly, weeks ago, we would have not have said, oh, less than a thousand. That's good. What well, our high was on. 1,400, I believe, a little over 1,400. Like and then yesterday was, I think, 854. I think we're still on the decline. I'm going 750. Okay. Busley. I'll go. I'll go seven seventy. You are both incorrect, gentlemen. Our numbers today are one thousand one hundred and twenty-eight. Oh, Come on. That's, That's not... not going down. That's going the opposite of down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just sent you the quiz, by the way. Okay, so the first, uh, I guess maybe the best way to do this would be for me to describe what I'm seeing in here. But yes. you can help me out because you've already been through it before. So you're supposed to look in the fridge. Uh-huh. I've got them up on the on the big screen. I don't know if we get the camera. Yeah, on no, I, I just switched yeah. it over. So yes, and make sure you're going in order. It'll say like fridge one, fridge two. Yeah, fridge, fridge okay, one. Perfect. So they've got two different kinds of iced tea. It looks like they've got a jug of <laughs> of iced tea next to a jug of iced tea, and then they've got some half and half next to that. Okay. They've got loaves of bread in the fridge. That's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird thing, right? You can store your bread in the fridge. Some I know people who do. do that. Yeah. Bread goes either in the shelf or Lazy Susan or the cupboard, right? Mm-hmm. They got two dozen eggs. They don't have them where the eggs go, though. They got them next to the bread. Is there anything else that I'm missing that's key here? I see a lot of other things, but I'm not able to identify. Is that a coconut? <laughs> hmm. Um, I Let me see. This is the one. Yeah, I was guessing. I'm like, well, there's maybe tea like so well that's tea and that's that's tea so they've tea, got two jugs tea party, of tea trump you want to go trump tea party i'm going biden Ooh. 
the bread in the fridge. Who does that? Nobody from my part of the country. That's I'll sure. tell you, a Biden supporter does yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so I got Good that job. one. You did. Congratulations. Oh. All right. Oh, this is a nice competition between you and Brandon. All right. Pull up. Fridge two, please. How did they? Do you know how they do this? Or how they did it? How did they get people to let them look inside the refrigerator? They probably just asked them, like, hey, will you just send us a picture of your fridge? Yeah, sure, why not? Because it doesn't it doesn't have their name, who they are, where they're from. It just says they're a, a Trump or a Biden supporter. Okay, a lot of Tupperware here in fridge number two. <laughs> okay. Looks like a Tupperware full of watermelon maybe on top. That's Looks like delicious. that might be and then cantaloupe. cantaloupe. Yeah. Delish. Then they've got multiple jars of possibly salsa. I can't see a label, so I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The milk is 2%. Salsa, that stuff comes from Mexico. That's got to be a Biden supporter. <laughs> Looks like some cottage cheese there. I mean, everything is... That's a pretty healthy human right there. Cottage cheese. Eat regular cheese. I mean, I I think I'm leaning toward what Brandon's saying. I think I'm leaning toward Biden supporter. I'm not I'm not going to vote as myself. I'm going to vote as... Uh, Cle- Clem. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm telling you right now, there's salsa in that, and there are no uh, no Trump supporters going to be caught I'm, dead I'm, having salsa. That could be salsa. spaghetti sauce for all I know. We have tubs of oh. ketchup. Yeah, but I don't know what that. I don't Maybe know that that's salsa. Maybe they can in their spare time. Like, now these look like store bought jars. Well, guess Wait, what? Wait, what? Joanna, you want in on this? Mm, sure. Can you see? Kind of. I see the fruit. Yeah. Delish. Yeah. I'm gonna say that's a lot of fruit. That looks for a like Trump some supporter. tortillas up at the top. Yeah, it is. That's right. What I, is, at the top on the right hand, across from the watermelon, those look like tortilla bags. Is that a <gasps> is that Mexicans. a stick of butter inside a jar Where? next to the tortillas? No, I think that's flour. Maybe there's some overnight oats. I, I can't. <laughs> I got to tell you this. I'm going to say Biden supporter. You're going Biden. Yep. Brandon or Cletus. Oh, that's Clemson? Biden right there, friends. You got tortillas. You got salsas. That's a Biden supporter. Joanna. Biden. You were yep. all correct. Yeah. All right. All right, fridge two, or three. Yeah, we're on three now. I don't know if this is fun to listen to, but this is fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, I got a little, I can make it larger. Oh, oh that helps. That's what she said. Okay. You're Clem the whole way, huh? <laughs> all the way, baby. All right, Buzz, I already know what you're going to say. <sighs> Top shelf on the right-hand side. You see what I see? This That jar? That's salsa. That's some salsa. I definitely salsa. see some salsa. Oh, you've infected Lisa. She's doing it, too. But I'm then there's right bagels. The there's bagels over on this side. <laughs> salsa and bagels. But so then I'm there's a big say... jar of mayonnaise in the middle. What's yep. that next to the milk? This? Yes. Pickles? No, 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 no. no. Oh, creamer? Oh, okay. Yeah, that There's is some a... sweet... Oh, it's Italian sweet cream clean, uh, Lisa, creamer. Lisa, it's our creamer. That's my creamer. I love that. There's Trump a supporter. big... <laughs> they, they went with the huge deal of ketchup. You know, you get a large oh, yeah. or a small. They went with a large... So there's children in the house. I see two salsas, actually. There's a green salsa on the top floor, too, or the top one. Telling you, what's their salsa in there? That's a Biden supporter. And that's two salsas. Two. I'm saying, despite what you think, I think that's a Trump fridge. You know how much two salsas is? Two too many. (laughs) They got three crispers, though. That's a lot of fresh produce for a Trump supporter, I feel like. (laughs) Right? You know the crisper? I've never had more than two crispers in my life. They got three. That is a lot of crispers. But I'm sticking with with Trump. Anybody? I'm going to go Biden. Yeah. Biden. Uh, Cletus and Joanna are correct. Yay! 
I was kind of playing it's the odds the that we've had so many. Look for the salsa, my friend. Look you know what? for the salsa. This is a New York That's time. why they have the salsa, because they're going to be putting taco trucks on every corner. Yeah. You, you guys are leading. Yeah. You know, this is in the New York Times. It should have dawned on me. How are they oh, going to know I any Trump supporters? in the stream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures in the stream. You just got to wait for that is what pop up. Let's oh, get into true, true. the number four. A little messy. A little messy in this one. Oh. Trump. <laughs> Telling you right now, us Trump supporters, we don't have time to organize our fridge. As long as it's in there, it's cold. We're good. There's the- a door, and they've just got like <laughs> dressing and different bottles Cholula. of stuff. Cholula. And they to ask you questions at ranch dressing. It still hasn't popped up in the stream. Wait what's for me. the blue? That looks like blue cheese to me. Yeah, no, 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 no. The blue bottle. Oh, the blue bottle could be. I don't know. That looks like. Uh, like that looks some like sort blue milk. Durlang. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's probably like. Uh, some sort the of Pepto Bismol. Uh-huh. Oh, some Milanta. The milk. the milk is like nearly empty. Is up in the left-hand corner, is that a $5 bag of cheese or a $5 bag of carrot sticks? I don't know, but I do see Miracle, Miracle Whip and Whip. mayonnaise, that's so Trump. they you know, obviously are a connoisseur. I'm 100% sure <laughs> that's, a Trump, that's a you Trump That's a Trump You got yourself a, <laughs> you cheese got in a jar. And look at how dirty the frit. Oh, my God. This is this is really like in some It's really bugging me that that setting. milk is almost empty and it's still in the fridge. Yeah. It's one of those things where uh-huh, it's like, uh-huh. uh, I know if I use it, I'm going to have to throw it away, so I'm not going to use it. And, and everybody have, else in the household is saying the same they thing. They have canned cheese there next to the Miracle Whip. Oh, the, like the Tostitos can. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like it looks like steaks. All right, let me hear Look your... Look at that floor. Let me hear them guesses. Trump. Trump. Telling you right now, you got that uh, Pepto-Bismol in the door right there. That's what us Trump supporters, we got to drink that on a daily basis because the news isn't covering Hunter Biden's emails. It causes me so much stress. That's a Trump Why is there a Cholula next to Well, guess what? You all three owe Trump supporters an apology. (laughs) You are incorrect. That is a Biden fridge. A Biden fridge. Yeah, look. There's a Cholula there. Oh, Biden supporter. You need to clean your fridge. (laughs) Jeez, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trumpers. <laughs> okay, that next is a fridge. filthy, filthy Democratic fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drain the swamp. Drain out that fridge. That looks nasty. The drawers on the bottom are all busted up. <laughs> okay, there, are there no? There hasn't been a single Trump supporter fridge in any of these. I know it threw me off too. Maybe the, maybe the plot twist is none of the Trump supporters turned in their pictures <gasps> of fridges because that's how they're going to track you. Yeah, the New York Times was like, look, Take we didn't that. have any Trump or as soon as, they, <laughs> as soon as they call and say, hi, this is uh, Bill calling from the New York Times. Click. True. Take that, Bill Gates. Or they They're- just never sent them in, like buzzed in our house contest. <laughs> so the le- very last one's going to be a Trump supporter, but it's going to be an office mini fridge with some dairy creamer Trying in it. To, there's a, a, a big container of fresh strawberries, it looks like. On top of that are a dozen eggs. Mm-hmm. You've got green grapes you got a big slab of bacon which I, you got to be eating a lot of bacon to keep it in the fridge like that because it'll go bad oh, I you know. need to keep that in the freezer until you're going to use it oh, right bacon baby and there's a big thing of of a package of sausage but i know from buying enough sausage that's what the 4h sells like they have fundraisers where they sell sausage for the What's 4h 4h uh, or Future Farmers of America. 4-H oh, okay, Future okay, okay. Farmers of What's America. What's the sausage? 4-H is gold. It's called gold sausage. No, but where do you see the sausage? Next to the bacon. 
Oh, that oh, big old roll. That roll. Okay. I believe okay. That. Look, and then they have that fancy spreadable cheese. Mm-hmm. If you're living in a part of the country where they sell that 4-H sausage, that's I'm going to say that's tr- that is Trump country. So <laughs> I, I know I've gotten two in a wrong, two in a row wrong by saying uh-huh. Trump, but I'm going to say Trump on this you're one. You're like, I'm, I'm going I'm, hard on this one. Trump all Look, the way, baby. I'm going to go based on that garlic already there. So Trump. Why you, the garlic? Where? Know. How does that correlate? I don't know. I just feel like they don't want to crush up garlic. <laughs> <laughs> like that's an extra step that they don't want yeah. to go down. Like if well, they could, they could just buy. You are all correct. That is a Trump fridge. <laughs> Man, also, y'all don't have that much bacon if it ain't a Trump fridge. Notice what's missing here. What? A salsa or a hot sauce. Oh! Gee, oh, Joanna's yeah. picking up on what's it. This? What's up? Do you see where my arrow is? What is this? Mustard, isn't it? It, it looks, it looks like, like the color of Thousand no, Island dressing. You know what it is? Maybe it's the mixed one. Remember how uh, Kraft or Heinz came out with that? Oh, yeah, the secret sauce one. I thought that was ketchup and, Ma- and, and mayonnaise. Or, yeah, ketchup and mayonnaise. Well, that now they that sell might be what it looks like. To go. Matchup or cameo. We don't believe. Everybody <laughs> we don't believe in commingling the sauces. Everyone take a picture of their fridge, and then we'll all try to figure out whose fridge is whose. <gasps> I love it. Can we do that? Let's do that. I guess, but my fridge is weird. Yeah, well, but that's the we'll point. Know immediately. Yeah. Uh, no, all of us take a picture. Let's do this instead of like the sock drawer incident where <laughs> I'm still waiting for a bucket photo oh. from someone in the back over there. <laughs> All right, got a bottle of wine or what looks like wine in the back. Uh, that is a of bottle this. of cupcake. <laughs> cupcake wine. Yeah. You, on the top shelf, you got your ricotta cheese. Oh no, that screw top anywhere. <laughs> You've got a dozen eggs, but it's see-through, and you can see there's only one egg left in the dozen. That's not a white egg. That's an organic egg. That's a Biden supporter that, right there. That's uh, the kind of crap what? you get at Whole Foods. Ooh. I was thinking the same thing. That is an awfully brown egg. But uh, you know what also? Look on the bottom shelf on the left-hand side. What do you see? Half and a half? I'm behind Coconut that. milk. Coconut milk. Oh, yeah. And I think that is almond milk creamer. Ooh. They also got like a sip, like a cup. Like a big gulp cup. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's yogurts, a big... big old tub of sour cream. Now, the problem with that sour cream, there's a taco on there. A lot of leftovers. That's very close to salsa. <laughs> a lot of leftovers. And I oh, think there is salsa. There is, uh, right next to the, to the cupcake wine. Yeah, oh, that, Biden. Man, that's Biden that's fridge Biden. all the way. That's Biden. Everybody's going Biden? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, look for the salsa. Exactly. All right, let's get into fridge seven. God, this might this might be the worst radio. Episode. Like, I just don't know if this is entertaining for anybody. But anybody us. in the chat, or no, the chat's probably no, the loving chat this. Yeah, the, chat, the, the chat's all about it. Okay, someone text me. If this oh, we got to take a break. But let me just say, there's a half empty bottle of Diet Vernon's soda. <laughs> okay, what is that? Is that ginger ale? Diet, Diet Vernon's. Vernon's. <laughs> they have a variety. Like there's there's a there's a Vernon's cream soda. Okay, there's maybe a, that's a cream soda then. That because like, like, no, oh, the first I'm, thing that pops up is Diet is Diet Vernon's ginger ale. Oh, yeah, then maybe ginger it's ale. ginger ale. You've got I've got bad heartburn. That a mostly cool. empty gallon of what looks like chocolate milk oh, next to a mostly yeah. full. I think they got kids. Is okay. what it looks oh, like. Okay, I like where your head's at. And then there's you have a that giant jar of pickle juice. Ugh. Are you talking about this here? <laughs> 
Hold let's, on, I gotta make You know what? Let's take a break. Nine nineteen. I gotta mark that sound down from Lisa. Let's take a break. And I just want to apologize for everybody. If my instincts are wrong and this is terrible radio, I apologize and we won't do it again. But, but we're almost done. Yeah, we're but like, we're almost done. So we're enjoying ourselves. You're wrong, Buzz. <laughs> we're trying to tell by the contents of the refrigerator if it's a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter. And I think we're doing pretty, we're not perfect, but we're doing pretty good. You're wrong, Buzz. I think if we went with the salsa or no salsa, meaning salsa is a Biden supporter, no salsa is a Trump supporter, we'd be 100% if we just went by that alone, right? That giant jar of pickle juice. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We've got some interesting fan theories about how you could win the refrigerator game. Uh, And then... New York, uh, New York Times has this. Uh, it's just p- pictures of the inside of people's refrigerator, and you're supposed to figure out if you if they're a Trump supporter or a Biden supporter. So, some of the theories are: Oh, Valerie says if it's a single door fridge, it's a Biden supporter. If it's a double door fridge, it's a Trump supporter. Ooh. And then Padilla went with. He's taken the the refrigerator out of the equation. He's saying if it looks like it's in an apartment, it's a Biden supporter. If it looks like it's in a house, it's a Trump supporter. So back to uh, fridge number seven. You got the Diet Vernon's uh, Diet Ginger Ale. You've got the chocolate milk, the regular milk. Trying to remember what the blue cap means. That's not that's not whole, but but it's not skim either. Two percent. Yeah, it could be two percent. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow this up on the second shelf there, Joanna. Is that it looks like a bowl of ice cream sitting in the fridge. That's weird, right? I, is it, I can't see. Let me go to the stream. Oh, it's not on the stream yet. Can you see it on my computer? I got it blown up all the way. It looks like a bowl. I just can't tell what's in it. It couldn't be it could be ice cream. I just switched the screen. I was trying to zoom in on my own computer. I'm like, what is it? <laughs> Man, they love eggs. Look at that. They've got those aren't the twelve packs. Those are the those 18. eighteen packs of oh, eggs yeah. and they got Someone's two got of them. Rocking thirty six and a big old jar of pickle juice. Is that what you think that is? I think Do you think it's grease? Chicken broth. I think oh, it could be broth, broth or grease. And then they've got a big slab of bacon. Again. Oh, some more bacon. They're gonna be making oh, a lot of bacon. And look at that giant is that a turkey next to the That's the what broth? It looks like. No, it looks like it's packaged in the in a bag, so it could be like meat like in maybe, there or something. Or like fast food from somewhere? Or yeah, like takeout. I want to point out in the on the bottom shelf, right in the back, there are a bunch of honey crisp apples. Apples. Like a big bag of apples. I I don't know. I wonder what's in that. Is that cereal? What in the bowl? No, not in the bowl. In where the apples are? That box in front of them. That's great value brand on that mayo, by the way. That's a Trump supporter. <laughs> you think a Trump supporter is more likely to get great value? Nah, I have no idea. I want to focus on this bottle over here. Is this a dressing for salad or is it barbecue sauce? Are you yeah. talking about in the door? Yes. It looks like it might be a marinade. I think a it's a marinade. marinade. That's a good, good call there. I'm going to go. I mean, I don't see any salsa, so Trump. if that rule holds true, you'd think it's Trump, but... There's a big old slab of bacon. Uh, all right, good points. Are those plums yeah. down in the crisper? It looks like they might be plums. They're smuggling plums. <laughs> I'll go, uh, yeah, I guess I'll go Trump. I'll See stick if this... with my, yeah, pro-bacon is Trump, pro-salsa is Biden. I'm going Trump. All right, everybody got their guesses? <laughs> I don't know. I think next to that marinade, that might be some <laughs> some old El Paso. 
<laughs> Uh-oh. Really gonna throw I'm going to change mine. I'm going Biden. All right, so you're Biden. Yeah. Brandon? I'll stick with Trump. Joanna? Uh, there's fruit. I'm going to go Biden. Congratulations to Brandon! Pro Viking, baby! Pro Viking! Uh, it's getting hard. If you ain't baking, you just faking. Get out of here. All right. We got a couple more to go. Uh, here's the next fridge. What? What's with this? This looks like a weird fridge. It looks old. It looks like when they used to make those baby powder blue refrigerators. You know, it looks like it's something from the 60s. That's Maybe it's just the lighting. It might be the lighting, but yeah, what the heck's so. on the floor? Uh, that's a, that's an ugly-ass rug. Oh. <laughs> I think. Yeah, you're right. It probably is a rug, but yeah, you're right. It's ugly. Um, okay. So. You know, if you were to look in my refrigerator on any given day, 60% of what's in there is going to be Dr. Pepper. Well, we're going to find out because you got to take a picture of your fridge. Everybody is. And we have to have people guess. Oh, oh this yeah, one is... What's on the floor? Th- this one is messy. It looks like they got a bunch of meat. You know, like packaged meat down at the bottom. They've got lettuce. But everything looks very jumbled up and not squared away. What is that in the gal- the half gallon? Oh, it's apple cider. I had to, I had apple to zoom in. Cider. I think on the upper left there? Yeah. I thought it was apple juice, but An then apple I... apple cider. It's apple cider. Coke can. Are those Yoplait's? Uh, no milk. Those are... It looks like it's Fit 40 or I don't know, like some sort of healthy yogurt. Trump. Why do you say Trump? I don't see a salsa. <laughs> oh, Joanna. Yeah, but you can't you. see the door. Yeah, that's true. They did a real close-up on this one. I'm, I might regret it, but I'm going to go Biden. See a bunch of uh, margarine containers with a bunch of random stuff in it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You can tell it was a margarine container and they've just put like leftover spaghetti or whatever in it. Is that what you mean? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, so what does know. that mean? I think I'm going to go Trump on this one. Okay. God. <laughs> You've convinced me I'm changing to Trump. Oh, my God. We need to isolate that. <laughs> no. For election day. All right. Well, uh, congratulations is going out to uh, Joanna. <laughs> Did Joanna say Biden? Yeah. No, I said Trump. She oh, you said, said Trump. Trump? There's oh, no salsa. Yeah. Oh, nobody got it then. Yeah. No, that's a Biden. Thank you. The rationale I, I will give to Biden is there's no milk, mm-hmm. so they've probably gone like, we're not going to drink the milk of a cow. Okay. Yeah, but there's a big thing of meat. Oh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a whole package like The milk of meat. is the real issue here. This is... This one was hard. Fridge photo. Oh, well, this is a cabinet. This looks like a freezer. This doesn't even look like a refrigerator. I don't know what to make of that. I, don't, I can't it's, see anything that's in there. It's a huge... Is that a human head? <laughs> it's a huge... Uh, what do you call it? Like a cabinet freezer? It's like an icebox or something. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is this? That's a pullout, uh, like the bottom drawer one, I think. And they're taking it from the top down. You know what? Yeah, they're taking it from the top down. But this maybe is from like a big city or something. And that's big city Biden supporter. Oh, okay, I see. <sighs> what's the, what's the silver thing? Kind of towards the top. I was looks tra- like a tea kettle. Yeah. Who puts a tea kettle in there? I, you know what? Freezer. I take it back. It could be one of those 
bells they use at a boxing match. Ding, ding, you know. I don't know, because there's a water bottle. So to the left, there's a water bottle. This is bizarre. This looks like a a poor person's fridge. This looks like what the serial killer in Silence of the Lambs would have had in their freezer, along with the human head. I like Jonah. This is a poor person, Biden. (laughs) Um, That thing in that little shelf thing, net basket, looks like a salsa. Oh, okay. I'm go with uh, you've convinced me. I'm going Biden. Biden, salsa. I'm going baby. Biden on this one. We are all correct because this is a Biden. <laughs> God, that is the most. That is depressing. the weirdest, most depressing fridge of all yeah. of them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and finally, number ten. <laughs> what a dumb <laughs> game this is. <laughs> God, they got enough eggs to last through an apocalypse. I have. Look at that. Eggs. They an got 18. a dozen, a dozen, and an 18. They must be a multi-generational home. Either multi-generational or bakes a lot, because like that's Joanna. what mine looks like, Guys, too. we've got almond milk. That's <gasps> Biden. Biden. <laughs> no, Joanna, bottom shelf on the left. I what can't is, see. It is a giant thing of salsa. Biden. Biden. And there's a, a, a Powerade that's about a third of the way consumed. So someone was hungover that day. For hangovers, Biden. What's next to the almond milk? Uh, uh, I can't see zoom in. That says I got it zoomed in as far as it'll go, man. I think those are creamers, maybe. Let me see if there's anything else telling. That big old thing of ketchup, so there's kids in the house. No, I don't think that's ketchup. I think that's salsa. Oh, it's salsa? Yeah. That looks Down like at the, the bottom. Bo- in the bottom? Yeah. That's what Lisa's saying is salsa. Yeah, oh, okay. that looks like the pour top, because it looks like there's some flecks of color in it, so that's why I think it's salsa. <laughs> a lot of eggs. Are those lemons? Looks like lemons in that In the drawer. crisper? Uh-huh. Do you guys call it a crisper? Or am I the only one who does it's that? It's the beer crisper. <laughs> I call it... That's a, what I use it for now. Yeah, it's where you put your beer. I call it a drawer. All right, so are we all going Biden I on this one? Biden. Almond milk, salsa? Come on. Yeah. That's got to be Biden. Biden. Yeah, okay. Yep, that one was a Biden. <laughs> How we really, did we I think we did pretty clue. good, right? We found the clue. Look for salsa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's so, no salsa in the fridge, that person is definitely going for Trump. Okay, so we all need to do this for tomorrow, though. Take a picture of our own fridges, and then we all will see. We'll put them up there and show everyone and then have to explain ourselves. How about like we let it go for an hour or so and just let people guess? Yes. Who is, yeah, we can do that. We can make it, we'll make it, it into a post. Show and, then yeah. do, and then do a, a poll up on the website. Who's ha- yeah? Who has what fridge? Yeah, totally. That'd be pretty good if somebody could get all four of them right. That would be a pretty pretty good to pull off. So there were ten fridges all together. Do you think we got like eight eight right and two wrong? Well, I think it, I mean some of us got some right and others wrong. Yeah, but yeah. If we just averaged uh, the guesses together. You I think guys we got a hundred percent in my heart. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> all right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We got a few more minutes before we have to wrap up the show, so let's talk about some of the stuff that's going on in El Paso. Which, oh no, we'll, we'll oh. do fridge tomorrow. But you know, I was going to say in El Paso, but El Paso's national news. Yeah, we're all over international news, really. All right. Well, there's a, st- a, st- a story here about a city council meeting discussing ways to curb the virus. Now, I could do this two ways. I could tell you what they talked about. And that's going to take a few minutes, or I could tell you what I think they'll actually get around to doing, and that would There's take zero minutes. There's going to be a press minutes. conference today at 1 p.m., so we'll find out. Council members discussed multiple ways to curb the spread of COVID-19, including increasing fines for violations, 
and uh, said that local officials need to push back more against Governor Greg Abbott on opening. Well, I thought they had. You know, like I thought El Paso had had a few exceptions made for them all along the way. And it sounds like, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but we talked to the mayor, you know, every other week or so. And it sounds like if, if the mayor and the county judge and the county health director ask for something, it seems like Abbott has been pretty willing to work with him. But council discussed uh, directing the city manager and city attorney to revoke certificates and licenses from businesses that don't follow health orders. Uh, also increasing the fine for violations from 500 to 1000 So I think a lot of these places are just, you know, there's a loophole. If you were a bar and you're able to make some kind of case that you're selling 51% of your sales are coming from food, but that is a that's a loophole that we've heard a lot that's being taken advantage of by charging for drinks but listing it as food. I mean, how many how many different examples of that have you heard from people? I mean, a ton, a ton of times. I mean, at, at this point, what are they going to do, and who are they going to punish? And are they gonna also if the fine is only five hundred dollars? for a violation is probably a lot of these places it's just like well we'll make you know we'll do better if we just pay the fine yeah well they bumped it up to a thousand well that's a proposal it's uh, according to today's el paso times that that's just at the proposal stage i thought it passed already because the the one that got shot down was the complete shutdown but i thought it was a unanimous vote to up it from 500 to a thousand I'll, I'll read what the El Paso Times says. It was also proposed to increase the fine for emergency ordinance violations from 500 to to 1000 I don't think anything got passed yesterday. I think this was all talk so far. It's always been all talk. City representatives also took up a resolution directing the city attorney and city manager to close gentlemen's clubs and other sexually oriented businesses. I am against this. Yeah, but not many people are going to speak up. You know, who's who? Other than Lisa, who's going to be out there saying, "Hey, you're being unfair to get your booties to the pole." Yeah, I know. Well, like, there's a lot of good reasons because I think when people think about it, if you shut down the strip clubs, there is no uh, nobody to help bail them out. They weren't allowed to get the PPP loans, mm-hmm. so they weren't allowed to being shut down. I mean, if you're going to, let's say if they decide to shut down the whole city, then fine. That's understandable. They'll have to close like every other business has to. But to target them just because, you know, it would be a popular move with both, with, with all kinds of voters. Yeah. That's, that's a little ridiculous. You're, you're focusing on this business because it's a sin business. And so you're thinking, oh, like they were one of the ones, one of the last ones. They were like tattoo shops where they were one of the last ones that were allowed to reopen. And it's because just because it doesn't affect you or you don't technically patronize them. You know, I haven't been in a strip club in what? Like I, the last event we had there was the last time I was there. But I still think they should be able to support themselves and they should be able to go out there and earn money. If they decide to shut down the whole city, then fine. They should be shut down. But don't pick and focus on them just because oh well how are strip clubs running but you know all businesses are open right now as you don't have you don't have a lot of political will though for for a politician to get up there and right stick up for the strip club i'm here for the booby bars yeah Yeah. nobody's going to go up there and say that they should because i mean y'all go to them 
the idea about shutting more things down, and this is Peter Sforzbein proposed restricting restaurants to drive through and take out only for the next two weeks. But the city attorney, Carl uh, Neiman, said that the governor, Greg Abbott, has made it clear that cities and counties cannot pass ordinances or orders Mm -hmm. that are contrary to his directives. But haven't we had exceptions already? Yeah. Yeah, sure. He said that, but he has made exceptions specifically for El Paso before. But they're going to have a a press conference today? Yeah, from what I'm seeing, the press conference is going to be today at 1 p.m., uh, to talk about that, I guess, the numbers. And uh, like we so said... they can share the same microphone. Yeah. Although now they're cleaning <laughs> it in between. But the city will be sure. hosting a press conference at 1 p.m. today at the El Paso City Hall. So I mean, to the provi- county's going to do one a few hours later to contradict everything the city said? Right. Mm-hmm. To provide an update on the COVID data and information. Uh, so, yeah, that's all we have. It'll be on the Facebook, the YouTube, all of that. Um, but remember, today we did have, oof, I didn't even look at that. Uh, we have 1,128 new cases, but there are as delayed 486 additional cases for weeks of 40, 42, 43, and 44. We are currently in week 44. The KFOX yeah. affiliate KFOX, or the Fox affiliate KFOX in El Paso has a report. So when we interviewed the mayor the last time a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. somebody had asked well how about people who come from Juarez get tested for COVID get positive does that count as positive in El Paso even if they came from Juarez and we asked the mayor about that and he said that he doesn't know how much it happens but that it does happen it does happen because one of the examples that I've heard out of New Mexico is for instance there's only two uh, large trauma one uh, facilities in that state. One is in Las Cruces, the other is in Albuquerque. Um, so if you're in, let's say, a very remote location in New Mexico and you have to be airlifted to Las Cruces and that patient, you know, um, you know, succumbs to their illness, Doniana County takes that hit. They take that as a death within their county, even if they're not from there, even if they didn't they died get- once they were in the county. Correct. So Doniana County, that counts as a hit against them. And probably the sa- if that's the same for New Mexico, it's most likely the same for El Paso as well. Well, we had a caller and it, you know, uh, I, I'd like to trust what our callers are saying that they're, you know, they're coming from a, a point where they're, they're telling us what, it, okay, their opinion. And then there are people who are saying, well, this is what's happening. We got a call from somebody who said, well, those international bridges have been cut, have been shut down to international travel. And really, the only people coming backward, uh, back and forth, are people who are legal residents, or people that are citizens who've been visiting uh, Mexico and come back to the U.S. But the story from K Fox, there's a whistleblower they're describing as a whistleblower in the fire department who's saying that now there there are people on the bridge, like on the Mexican side, and first responders are being called from El Paso to go and pick them up because they got COVID-19. Okay, do you, are you familiar with this, uh, Lisa? What? The bridge? Are, no. No, well, the story. <laughs> are they saying that, that responders are going into Mexico from, from El Paso or they're just meeting them okay, like, at the so top of the bridge? Okay, so that's what the story kind of sounds like. However, that is not true. What they can do is they can actually call from the top of the bridge and say, hey, I need medical assistance and the EMTs will respond to it. 
They're not going into Mexico to go and pick up people. But people, once they do cross the border, they call and say, hey, I'm in need of assistance. Or if they're in line to come into the United States, they can notify Customs and Border Patrol and tell them, hey, I'm having a medical emergency or, hey, I I need medical assistance. And they will then call the EMTs who will then go ahead and respond. Um, So there has been confirmed, according to this firefighter, there has been confirmed cases of this happening uh, quite a few times. Yeah, but he's talking about it could be four or five or it could be 13 or 14. I mean, that still doesn't account for 1,200 new cases a day. I mean, that doesn't come close. The thing is, is that the people who are doing this are in very uh, dire need of medical care. So these are the people, um, a good majority, that are going to need to be hospitalized, that are coming over because they're in that point where they know they're going to need medical assistance or they're going to need a ventilator or something like that. So there is a, a portion of them that are that. So um, it's it's a problem. And people are saying, you know... Well, uh, I, I would like to hear if the fire department's going to have a, a comment on the whistleblower uh, account of what's going on. I don't know. You'd have to ask the fire department. Well, yeah. I mean, hold on and see. All right, tonight, NFL football. It's a race to the bottom in the South.